I remember when, like, um, Howard Stern asked me if we did it in the butt, and um, I said yes, and Hunter calling me and, like, being, like, so, so freaking mad at me. Podcast. Taking a look today, we've got a big one. King of the Ring 2001. I'm William Rinkin. I'm joined, of course, by Jason Keesler. Hey guys, how's it going? Charlie Stabile. Welcome back. We got a damn fine program ahead of us. Oh, William. do we now? Yeah, yeah. damn. What show is it? <laughs> <laughs> the papers that are still ruined from yeah, three episodes ago. I'm almost in the clear. <laughs> you are, huh? <laughs> so you think. <laughs> No, nah, we got a, we got a damn fine episode ahead of us here today, and um, before we dive into it, god dang, I mean, every, when we we record every couple weeks, and it seems like there's just a plethora of things that, that kind of happen. Refresh my memory. So, penguins. Let's, let's talk animated penguins. Let's talk about WrestleMania. Ah, uh, WrestleMania. We got now we got Roadblock that's in the way of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. He's coming back he is. <laughs> with his. Little thing. I remember Roadblock. It was a staple of WCW worldwide. Um, what's uh, what's interesting though is, I I think since last we talked, we've had Shane McMahon return, which was so perfect. So yeah, cool. what we're um, yes. going uh, to be talking about here with King of the Ring and everything, and he's booked against Undertaker in a match where it's like I don't know. They have not what, changed this, have they? Not like I said, I didn't see the last Raw. What, no. what you what you missed on the last Raw was a. Five and a half minute Undertaker walk to the ring, 
grabs Vince's neck, doesn't get says, blood on you. Yeah, doesn't. He does, days. He he does, does the Flair 2002 yeah. thing. Yeah, blood's on you, and he turns around and leaves. Paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it, it was really, wow. it was a weird segment. It didn't progress anything. <laughs> no, okay. Really. Um, the only great thing that came out of Raw was like seeing Ambrose against Triple H and like they're hyping well, that as the match for Road I read this thing on the internet that said that uh, Roman Reigns is being taken off of television up until. Because of his nose. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah, he had, it's, it's unclear if it was pre existing nose injury. Or if it got oh, it's clear they don't want him to get booed. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense. Even though I don't care much for Roman Reigns, put him on television. They have to build that main event up. Yeah, uh, they said now you're going to be building it through Dean Ambrose, which then begs the question: Why isn't he just in the main event then? Yeah, if you're right. going to be, it doesn't make any sense. But that roadblock, I'll be interested to see because it'd be cool to see Triple H, you know, like wrestling. Um, Another match. I yeah. I still his entrance at Royal Rumble was amazing. Yeah. I lo- like that whole thing is is if we go back a few years ago and just all the vitriol towards Triple H always booking himself to win. This was the perfect opportunity because it oh, makes I'm fine sense. with him. Yeah. I am so I think it worked so well for the yeah. storyline. Here's what's weird is a couple weeks ago when he just murdered Roman, he comes out to the game. He comes out in the leather jacket. The crowd goes ape shit. And I think they him. realize, yeah, that's, and a, then that's when a problem. He's against Dean, oh. it's King of Kings. It's he's in the suit, and he's getting other people to beat him up first. Right. It's like you tr- maybe reverse that since that's that's not going to help your case against people booing Roman and cheering Triple H. Well, it in their minds it does because it's like oh crap, we can't have him get cheered. We have to do something mm-hmm. like what what works. Put him in a suit. No one likes a champion in a suit. That's automatic boo right there. You're going to get some person in the crowd thumbs down. No. This no. is the absolute <laughs> last time. <laughs> so that's oh. going on. And we talked about it off air. When you bring it up on air, you guys haven't listened to the Bret Hart podcast. It's through WrestleZone. So you have to go, like, you have to basically download their, well, at least on the app I'm using, I had to download their whole or subscribe to their entire wow. line of podcasts to get to Bret Hart's Sharpshooter, and uh, it's it's a thing of beauty. It really is. Like he I interviews mean, it, himself. Well, like well, Bret, what do you think about the this? difficult oh. thing about Bret is that in terms of a podcast interview, he just goes on and on and on. Like he does kind of he doesn't really know when to stop talking. And the other problem is like. He doesn't laugh. So if you try to be comedic, he's not going to like, like it's tough than a face to face interview. We might get the smirk at least or something like that. Mm. Instead, it's like if you, whoever this poor dude, I forget who the guy is like, you know, he's trying to like be really like, um, he's being, he's, he's almost intense about it. Mm-hmm. Not like, you know, it's not coming across that way, like in terms of his words or anything, but I can tell like he's, you know, trying to keep things in the bubble and everything, keep everything nice. It's sponsored by Joe's Crab Shack or whatever the hell it is out of Maryland or whatever. And they continuously the plug. Shack. <laughs> <They're>, oh, Brett, <laughs> Brett's got a little promo for it. It's, oh, it's, no. it's very hokey. <laughs> it's very hokey. But is it as good as Aladdin? It's it borderlines on that. I'll put you far the sharpshooter. But it was the 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 middle portion of the show. Where he talks about the Iron Man match is pretty good. Um, he talked he talks a lot about how it's like, um, and this is going back to stuff we read in the book where it's like, you know, they show Sean, you know, working out, you know, all right. with Ethereum, and me, yeah. I'm I'm actually defending the belt around the world, and you know, all this stuff, and I'm I, I'm too t- I'm like I'm so exhausted for me to have any kind of conditioning for the Iron Man match, you know, it's. 
it was kind of a test of me. You know, I'm I'm the best of the <laughs> You know, he kind of... He, <laughs> <laughs> Bam! <laughs> you had that ready. Yeah, I did. Brilliant. Before we start, I got one more for you. So oh, I want to say, talk about the video you found because it's worth people. What, what, oh, Bret Hart buries the world. It, if you haven't seen it, <laughs> it's it's a bit long. Like it's it's, it's like twenty five minutes. Yeah, I didn't even God. finish it because it was so negative. Yeah, well, it's like, it's overwhelmingly negative. It's in the vein of Scott Siner versus the English language, but it's not oh, as tight. That one is. Yeah, it's, it's not, not as. Not, Fast, rapid, editing. yeah. I mean, like you needed to have those cutaways to the to the song, like a every lot more ninety seconds. Yeah, and it's uh, it goes from video interview to separate video interview to audio clip of him talking about the same person. All right. You know the one where it's predominantly him talking about like it's the one that's like done from three angles and like there's the pink like you know vision I call because it. it's like the pink filter they throw on it. and it's him talking to the guy with the beard and the guy just sitting yeah. there. I love his. <laughs> That guy who's interviewing him, and he's just sitting there, like, just <laughs> nodding his head. It's, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Especially, like, when he starts, like, like gets on a negative, like, Hogan train or something like that. Ooh. He's just, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the negative way. Hogan train it sounds amazing. I forget that show, but it's a, it's, I think it's a, a show where they regularly get guys. I've seen that guy interview yeah. other wrestlers. Is it the yeah. voice guy? No, that's the guy on Access. It's, like, the his premise is the voice versus, and he sits down interviews. He had one with Jim Ross. Recently, where he talks about Jim Ross, uh, or Jim Ross talks about being fired, and why with the the big flare situation, and I think it's that guy. And then there's is this guy British? Yes. This one? Oh, I've seen. I think it's the guy who was interviewing Kurt. Okay. The other videos too. Because he's not a bad. Interview. It's just his reactions, and they cut away to him. It's like <laughs> it's, it's like just kind of nodding. Yes, right. And, I know. You know right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's on the phone call with an upset customer. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Anything else? Anything else you guys have watched? Wrestling. There, there is a rebuttal were... video, I believe, to that that I didn't watch because no one wa- who wants to see this. But it's basically a bunch of wrestlers talking shit about Bret Hart, and it starts with Ric Flair. What? Yeah. Well, so well, see, and that here's the the crazy thing in wrestling is like, pick a year. They'll say something. Pick another. Right. It's 180 degrees. Yeah. Especially with Ric Flair and Bret Hart. Oh yeah, because like they did a pod. They they did their they pod talked to each other. recently. Mm-hmm. Where like they and like they even brought up like you know Bret. You've said that if you've seen one Ric Flair match, you've seen them all. Like they're just kind of boring in the ring. He's like, right. Oh, he, and he he. Bret Hart is he's very smart and tactical how he even talks. Like, you know, for a guy who's had a stroke and, you know, is, I mean, let's face it, 30 concussions probably he's admitted or something. I don't know. I just threw a number out there. But you know what I mean? Like, his brain's almost mush. But he's very smart in how he, you know, is able to communicate and maneuver around things. He's almost a damn politician. I vote for him. Are you going to vote for Rhino? Have you seen what his wife looks like? Is this the new one? Yeah. No. She's gorgeous. Look it up right now. Bow, bow, bow. This is the new up, wife, the new Bret Hart wife. Is that what you're going to Google search? Yeah, because I didn't, well, like, um, I, I didn't know he had remarried. Because I remember Julie and then the one the second the one from the book. Yeah. I didn't know that there was enough. She is, she's really pretty. Like, I I was, um, I was, I was not pleasantly surprised, but it's like, <laughs> Brett, Brett may be the reacher in this relationship. <laughs> this, <laughs> yeah. this one? Her? Yeah. What? Allow me to see. She is pretty lady. Wow. Brett is uh, like the blueberry pancakes. <laughs> Bluer the berry, the sweeter the juice. Well. <laughs> but um, uh, I have not seen that rebuttal. <laughs> What's funny, though, is like a lot of that Brett footage, like 
that's fairly like in the last two or three years, and he's been in the that's post you know the Raw where he comes back and everything. He's mm. in the good graces with everybody. It's like man, he still buries Hunter. <laughs> yeah, he still buries. <laughs> uh, what has he ever you know done? <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Anything, and I think he, for for the record, I think he's completely wrong. About Triple H in terms of a worker, in terms of uh, an in-ring technician. Now, like, and I think it, we're going to see it like I think more so in maybe '03 and '04, where and it there's a snowball of negativity towards Hunter and those there should years. Be. Mm-hmm. But the, one of the big parts of that is his matches are long, they're unnecessarily they're long, long to to make them look good but they're not it's that whole it's like oh somebody wrote 2000 pages it's got to be a good book no it not necessarily you know what i mean recently i was listening uh, the, the best like the best and it's not to put like you know downplay us by any means but the best wrestling review or pay-per-view review show is always place to be when they they just did um Taboo Tuesday in 05. Ooh. And it's Triple H and Flair in the cage for the IC belt. And it's a really badass match. Like yeah. a match I never, I had no clue about, to be honest, because it's in the wheelhouse of I ne- I was not watching. I'm trying movie. to remember. It's like, I don't remember that. F- Rick Flair and Triple H in 2005. Yeah. Wrestling for the Intercontinental. And Triple H in a cage. Yeah. yeah. And Triple H is the one who's the challenger. Like, that's what's hilarious. <laughs> Like this so is, weird. Well, yeah. he had a uh, Flair and Edge had a TLC match for the Intercontinental Belt around this time too. I think it's it's probably coming up. Yeah. I bet it's coming up on um, maybe Armageddon. Possibly, I don't know. Because I think they just did their blow off at Survivor Series 05, their last man standing match, where like he stabs him in the head with a screwdriver, and it's just unnecessarily <laughs> bloody. That's still one of the best videos ever. Was Edge reenacting the Flair Road Rage incident? Have you ever seen that? No. No. He's, it's Edge as Flair in an SUV with a wig, with a wig and a robe <laughs> and in briefs. And he's like, woo, limo's in the shop. Woo, on my way to pick up double A. Woo, going to go get some groceries. It's like all this. And he's like, this, this son of a bitch just cut me off. And then he gets out and he drags the guy he out of the, the car. car. He's chopping the dude against the car. Puts him in the figure four in the middle of the fucking road. <laughs> what? It's amazing. <laughs> it... <laughs> it's one of those. It's one. That's one of the feuds that help elevate Edge. Because huh. what we're going to learn tonight, it's going to take him four and a half years to yeah. win the championship right, after right. becoming king of the ring. Um. So before we segue into anything, any other cool things you watch? We'll talk about wrestling wise. Yeah. No. No, not wrestling. I know we got plenty on the movie side. That'll be. For oh next yeah. Week. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That'll be for episode fifty. Ooh. We're going to be reaching that pinnacle. Five zero. Pinnacle. Oh, I mean halfway hey, to syndication. I mean, when you listen, to other, I mean, you can do it with eighty now. We're not. It's not quite eighty. It's not quite triple digits, but you know, hey, it's we're on the way. We're getting there. Um, all right, so let's dive into it. Um, we're almost a year into doing this show. Do you realize that? Yeah, I, 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 that's what's so cool. We did fifty in a year. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's all, we almost did one a week. Almost one a week. Mm-hmm. That's pretty damn good. Pat our own backs. That's yeah. pretty prolific. Barry Horowitz. Not bad. Speaking of, well, we'll always save for that one. Um, all right, so here we go. Let's dive in. King of the Ring 2001. We're coming to you live. East Rutherford, New Jersey. And it's almost fitting it's here because of just the, the disaster that this pay-per-view is in some ways in terms of injuries. Oh, it's yeah. The most, it's the most injury-prone pay-per-view I've ever seen. No, it's not. Except over the limit. Maybe. From yes. a few years ago. Yeah. Um, Way too over. Uh, 
buys. All right, so let's dive in. At, we, Judgment Day, we said there are 405,000 buys for mm-hmm. that show. Where do you think this one lies? This is King of Ring? I would say maybe 500. Yeah, five, half a mil. Five, half a mil? 525. 445, so it's up a little bit. Yeah. Not bad. And looking at the main event of it, you know, I, I, if you put yourself back on time period... I think I would have bought it. I mean, like, especially... Oh, yeah. yeah. I would have yeah. bought because it, it was King of the Ring when the King of the Ring meant something. Yeah, and, and this is a, one of the last ones that means something. One of the last good King of the Rings. Like, well, cause I don't even know how good the one next year is. It's Brock. Just, well, he went, but the... Brock versus RVD. Yeah. You yeah. get that. That was cool. But I don't remember I'm, anything else. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I keep thinking that's a squash, but... Because that's when he's still early, like being built to be just a killing machine. Because it was like the Raw before is where Vince says, whoever wins that King of the Ring... Fights the Rock. Fights the Rock. Becomes the number one contender. Well, becomes the number one contender because Rock yeah, doesn't win it until Vengeance. He yeah. wins it at Vengeance before SummerSlam. Yeah, he slides in and it's so and Vengeance wins in July. Yeah, he inserted I think himself. I, it's whatever that pay per view is. I want to say it's Vengeance. It's maybe during it's the brand split too, so that's why. Because remember, it would be exclusively Raw matches one month exclusively. It's SmackDown. a good triple threat though because mm-hmm. it's Taker, Kurt, and Rock. Anyway, that's a year from now. Um, uh, Jim Ross says it, 19,112. Not bad. Sold out for weeks. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So the opening video, you heard it on the podcast. What did you guys think? <laughs> your mind, body. I love the, my name is Stone, or oh, my name so is Stone Steve Austin. Ah! Where that weird, I uh, don't deserve this. That comes a little later. But that's <laughs> it's the first intro video that we've done that focuses on more than two matches. Yeah. It really is. It actually goes King of the Ring, the world title match, the DDP, Taker, whatever, and then Shane and Kurt. So let's go ahead and address it. Like Now we're starting to get some – the quote-unquote invasion is kind of beginning. It's kind of in a prologue stage because mm-hmm. it's not full on yet, but it's starting to happen. Yep. Lance Storm, Hugh Morris. Is, that, is Hugh Morris yet? I, think I don't he, know if he – Keebler? Keebler, oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, we got that in one of the videos. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's it's still just kind of unclear. And, like, I, I'm not sure, like, was it – because we know they eventually are, of course, fully healed. But I don't I don't know if people were taking it as fully <clears throat> No, yet. It, they it, weren't because they weren't being presented as heels. Not yet. yet. They it's were just not doing – Except after, DDP. <clears throat> well, DDP and – Maybe Booker. I don't know. No, Booker wasn't. Mike Awesome kind of was, but that's – Tomorrow. Now, going back to Place to Be Nation, they made a great point about Mike Awesome. This this should have been a Mike Awesome in the King of the Ring, like have a WCW guy in the King of the Ring, and it, which a very valid point. Although I think the final four they've got is pretty good. Oh, it's, awesome. well, it's great because it's a no, it's group good. of heels, and they're all friends. And it's kind of uh, unpredictable as to what the matches were going to be, at least from my end. Cause yeah. yeah, Kurt Angle's already won this thing. Right. But they constantly make a point that oh, Kurt Angle is. You know, going to be could become the first time two time King of the Ring. It's like not. I don't remember. I don't remember Brett going for it again. I don't remember Austin Triple H. Like, I'm no, gonna, that's the thing. I, I thought the same thing. Like, there's never been anyone who's really gone back. In the Wikipedia it credits Brett with two wins. Oh, not that shit. Not you're, the well, you're talking like because the King of the Ring tournament actually existed like uh, in the late the, 80s yeah, and early yeah. 90s. Like Randy Savage won the King of the Ring, right? But it was like a house show thing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so. Is that now where like is that where the the King Harley race shit like yeah when he won in eighty six and then there was King Hacksaw Jim Duggan I think for a minute I'm <laughs> King <laughs> Hacksaw Jim. it was what a what a royal your first Royal Rumble winner King of the Ring winner yeah. uh, it is a champion finder Hacksaw Jim so look, 
we we talk about DDP. It's mentioned in the video. So what do you think about the whole? It feels weird that it's revealed the way it was. Like if I, I don't know, it feels very out of place. It does not belong. No. It just does It feels. In, it, Who the hell has done that? I think I wrote that. I, <laughs> I remember that. This is, no, no. I know he he comes through the crowd. Yep. All Roman Dallas Page. Yeah. I mean, Ro- I wrote that Roman Dallas Page. I wrote Roman Page. This is interesting. We are. You're on the same page. And go fuck yourself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you stole my joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I just say like this is. Like my favorite guy from WCW, uh-huh. and they're making him out to be the most sickly, disgusting. You don't. This you can't recover as a character. I never thought this. he did. I well, never no, clearly he did. And it's even the way it's presented on this night is done so poorly because he's like, Mm-mm. "I want you to make me famous," but then like when he sees the voyeuristic footage of him throughout the show, he gets mad. Yeah, we can hear him. And yeah, it, I don't understand really, why right. he's angry because it's like, mean, shouldn't you want this? Because it, it's being, making you famous, kind of like it's it's well, building toys. I don't know about you, but I don't want someone secretly filming me drinking. I don't milk. want him. Uh, he should, I don't. I don't like the idea of him being at ringside. The no, time. God. I. It's Did, under, did you guys I pick up some doesn't. interesting things around the, the crowd? <laughs> well, I like to find that DDP was the guy who was initiating the asshole chant all night, dude. There, I there are some wicked things said, mm-hmm. and I don't even know if some are accurate, but in my mind, I want them to be what I wrote. <laughs> but all right, so. Make me famous. He's calling out Taker, and then of course, uh, uh, when he says, "I'm the guy with the sign," I was like, "What if Taker hit the wrong guy?" <laughs> Sarah is a slut. <laughs> See that sign? He just Sarah, said it. boom, got him. Vince, 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 stay on target. But so, you get your your DDP eloquent speeches though. The PG. Oh, and that that's just so it is so fucking creepy though. The what I kept to myself, my private stash, like you just turned some of the, the crowd cheers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. right. Voyeuristic pornography. Hell like yeah. I know. I um, there are a lot of knocks towards Undertaker this for the American badass portion of his career. The part that I don't like that the, uh, is. Why they had to bring his wife in. We can see that. I noticed That's, that too. Like, I wrote it down. Uh, Undertaker has a wife. Like, <laughs> it, it humanizes him way too like, much. The good, that's been the good thing about his marriage with Michelle McCool exists purely outside of character. Yep. Oh. Is never, you know. Until it's time to feud with Hunter and then Stephanie gets involved. <laughs> so we get another little wrinkle that's thrown into the show that um, <laughs> by Paul Heyman says that there is a rumor that. Either Chris Benoit or Chris Jericho is going to defect WCW. They win the belt. Remember, Paige also says, "I'm going to be a, a WCW guy that steps the, foot into the Madison first, Square Garden." The first WCW That's guy to steps in Madison Square. That's such a weird thing to say. Which I, 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 I guess I pure like a guy who's technically a part of WCW at the time stepping in. I get, there's so many. It takes you have to kind of wrap your mind. I guess around if you look at it like that, that this is a homegrown WCW guy. But yeah. yeah, but. I don't know. It's Ron Simmons. Yeah. Ron Simmons it's, was there, you know. even though he, like, it's. I didn't like it. I know you could rationalize it, but well, it's important for the next night on Raw, right? Which I mean, it's we, we can dive into that because yeah. you watched that. Yeah, we'll dive into that after the show, so we can yeah digest. Um, I did like that when DDP said my personal collection. You could like very audibly hear Jr. go. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> not even like the. Not even like I'm disgusted. It's just like. Uh, yeah. well, Why are we doing? Is not a fan of this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he I, is not a fan of the storyline. No, Heyman is not. Which is really like this is. Yeah, he's railing against DDP. I, the I've, time. I've. I really enjoyed him on this show. Today. Yeah. I really liked a lot of his stuff. I wrote down a few of them here. Um, first matchup, King of the Rings semifinal, Kurt Angle and Christian. Kurt Angle is going to have a long night tonight. Mm-hmm. And um, we start with that slam that he did to Christian right out of the corner. Yeah. yeah. Man, I, Christian landed completely wrong. Oh, yeah. There was hey, no boost when Kurt came out. He got a big chant. Huge. Like, people were like. New Jersey's an interesting place. I remember from um, uh, Survivor Series, or I'm sorry. Um, SummerSlam 97, I think it was. Um, so Sean and Sid? I, and Taker, or I'm sorry, um, Austin taking the pile driver from... Um, Owen? Owen. At that no, that's SummerSlam. That's what, that's I, said. what said. Oh, I said. I think Survivor I started with that and I corrected. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so he comes out to a pretty big chant, and I think it begins to taper. Like, as the night goes on, like, I think they kind of settle back into Kurt being the role he's supposed to be as a heel. Yeah. But for him now, he's way over with this. But Christian has a damn good match with him, mm-hmm. which is, like, probably, like, it harkens back to when he first came in. I was like, oh, this guy's pretty good. Remember when he came in with the, the puffy shirt and... Yeah, the yeah. puffy shirt. <laughs> he's, he's the first wrestling he was the first pirate. pirate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's an interesting moment, though, with this when Shane comes out because – and this is very – this is smart. Like way too and why smart. why it takes the commentators so long. And I don't know if that was deliberate. Figure. Did you think it was deliberate? No, of course I do. Yeah, it's like it doesn't take a genius to figure out what he's doing here, especially after what happened in the second match. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, well, of course. My favorite is at first Heyman's – well, what he's doing is he wants to be the owner of WCW beats the WWF king of the ring. What a slap. No. It, this is like a perfect Heyman thing to say. Like, You know what he's doing? He's making Kurt have to work another match so that he's worn. That seems like a that's tailor-made for Heyman to right. zero in on immediately. Mm-hmm. It was, but it's, it ends up being JR who points it out as a hy- as a, a hypothetical thing. Mm-hmm. Like he's, well, 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 hey, you know what, man? <laughs> you know what it could be. Is that Taker Ross? <laughs> I know. It happens to me all the time. All right. Schwager. Reset. Talk the right side of your mouth for Taker, left side of your mouth for JR, and you will get it. It's structured. It's, it's, it's weird. I've watched you guys do it. Well said. Thank you. Goddamn, pal. That's my theory on that one. <laughs> that right there deserves a toast. <laughs> so Shane, Shane interferes on behalf of Kurt. And allows Kurt to be able to pick up the win via... Um, it's an angle slam. It's just an angle slam, right? Yep. And then Shane kind of has that smirk as he heads to the back, but Angle goes on to the finals. And it, and rightfully so, like, in this match and will be in the finals, it's heavily hyped that he is going to be a, the first two-time winner, yeah. potentially. So, good start, though. It's a damn good opening match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really is. Um, I like that the King of the Ring pay-per-view starts with a King of the Ring Contin- like tournament match, right? Even Evolution. though, like, let's face it, even from the video, the King of the Ring tournament itself feels very almost tertiary. Well, do you remember, show. like, do you miss like when King of the Ring had the all like a guy had to do three matches? I kind of do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. The, it makes it feel bigger. Like when we went to Survivor Series, that tournament started at semifinals, right? And it's like, right. ah. yeah, because then you're just most your wrestlings twice. Yeah. And it doesn't feel that important, but right. like Brett, Owen, like they had to do three matches. <laughs> well, I can't wait till we get to hear from previous winner Billy Gunn later. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Fantastic. Anyway, backstage we see Austin 
and Deborah. Mmm, <laughs> mumbling. I, no, I really like Austin here. <laughs> you know, Vince, Vince isn't here. He's not coming. That blank stare. No, the stare when they <laughs> go, the, the rumor about whoever the wins rumor. is going to defect to WCW. And he goes, they're going to WCW. They're going where? WCW's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking place. He said recently, he says, like, the invasion, because he was talking with Russo on the podcast, mm-hmm. and he was saying that the invasion stuff is all kind of a blank for me. I don't remember it. Like, he, and I, I think that's more so for the personal life, and that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think that's a lot more what, which it always seems like it's in flux. WrestleMania 15. Yeah, you know, I was going through a divorce. It was quite depressing. <laughs> I forgot my damn best. My damn best. Yeah. No, no, I had to find a t-shirt. <laughs> it comes out. T-shirt <laughs> looks so it's it's ridiculous. Just nothing. Just, and Rock's like, oh, he's, this is so special, Austin. Like, we're going to tear this place apart. Shut up. Quacks <laughs> him in the face. <laughs> Um, now we go to video package. The video package. Don't mess. I call this "Don't mess with Sarah." Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> DD, did you notice the music? Yeah. It's Rey Mysterio's old WCW. A little bit, yeah. It, no, it is. It is the same song. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. The fuck? Oh yeah. 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 Well, what are they doing? They're ruining everything. This is where I wrote. Why would Paige care? Doesn't it make him more? Doesn't it make him famous? With the, I, it's just so weird. Like his whatever his motivation is here. Like I, I do get the part. Make me famous because that's part of the Undertaker's catchphrase. Make me famous. I get that. I get that. <laughs> but like then South Park. <laughs> oh, <it's> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> before before the video footage starts rolling, this is what's awkward about it: is Paul Heyman's in the crowd, right, talking to DDP, and he uses the term phraseology, and to which DDP goes, "It's called balls," like like it's just bad, and then they're talking. And then suddenly, it's not just on the Titan Starbucks coffee. (laughs) It's so pumpkin spice. It's so funny, this footage. Because before it's eventually revealed who it is, I want to think, like, how do you not see the Undertaker? I was going to say, do you still have that picture from the Raw a few weeks ago where he's, like, holding the camera where they go to the military base? Yeah. (laughs) 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 And all the different plays. He's He's behind a fake plan. You can't and, what's, it, 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 and to me, like, it's not that creepy because it's just like he's just an everyday. It's not like you're at home in your swimsuit by the pool. How like, you doing? Get, <laughs> get, get, spraying your dog in the face at point blank range with a hose. That was one of the clips. It's a big dog. So she's just weird. like. This, so as right. awful as this is, uh, it's really strange. This is like top five most memorable DDP angles for me. Ugh. I remember this yeah, so totally. well. Now I'm not how much I hated. Have either of you watched like his like uh, interviews talking about when he first came in? Because I know there's one out there that's talking about it's Paige shoots on Taker and coming into WWE. No. Which I hate when they use that verb because it doesn't like, sound sad. Like, yeah, but it's not necessarily. It's it, it's almost like it also has a meaning of oh I'm just going to talk about the business. Because like I think it's because I'm so attuned to Brett shoots. Oh yeah, I mean, yep. it doesn't matter what comes Scott Snyder shoots. Scott Snyder, yep, it's not good. Can you imagine if they shot on each other. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. I'm so sad that I, that I didn't feel well, and I just found about we could have went to see Scott Steiner wrestle last week. In oh person. yeah, that would have been Scott Steiner. Sorry, it's was, it was coming out. It's not Steiner, but it was going to be Scott Steiner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll take it. Where's it at? 
That motherfucker, I put him in his place. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. But yeah, it is uh, <laughs> it's not Snot's Diner. That's oh, right. We, we, but did you <laughs> beat bad Booger Daddy? <laughs> he's got him in the mucus membrane. Oh, yeah! Look at that. He's rubbing him under the table. He'll never be seen again. <laughs> and the, it's not his freaks, it's his nose goblins. Yeah, we can run with that. But the, one of the main events at this was the Rock and Roll Express. Oh, yeah. 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 The real Rock and Roll Express. Yeah, the Roll real Express. Rock and Roll Express. Yeah, with, and like, Bug Eye. Like, yeah. Like, and and I forgot, I think it was, like, the Midnight Express with Rogue Warrior Animal yeah, exactly. as a cage door. What? Guarding the door. It was a cage match. Yeah. The Rock and Roll Express... The Midnight Express and Jim Cornette with Road Warrior Animal Cornette guarding the there? door. Oh, dude. Yeah, bedtime wrestling is what's yeah, called. Yeah, and I was I was like, I couldn't breathe with pneumonia. I was like, I'm going to call Charlie. We're going to go. Because you could pay 30 to bucks and to get your picture. T- like, it, there were different ticket plus. Is that Ricky Morton? We could have got our picture taken with Scott Steiner. I was like, oh, just have Scott holding a new blood sign would have been. Oh. Oh, Jesus. We missed no. our chance. God dang. God, God dang, pal. Yeah, let's get all depressed about it. All right, so next semifinal match comes up now. It is Edge versus Rhino. This I was pumped when I saw I was this too. Was the match. And I was really excited. Rhino got a decent pop. Oh, he got a jersey. Look at Rhino's... By the way, if I was to tell you somebody from this show is running for Congress in Michigan, do you know who it is? It's Rhino. It's Rhino! Running for Congress. <laughs> Oh God! How about really? Yeah, right. Like you could actually elect Rhino. (laughs) (laughs) I want Rhino. Not not your real name. My son. I'm with Rhino. What's up with these wrestlers wanting to get into politics? Like Glenn Jacobs wants. It's one of two things. You either do a podcast or you get into politics. There is no middle ground. Or or you go into a sci-fi original series. Like Edge, and that's you it. Killed it. You just killed no, the bit. You killed the bit. What did I do? Three. You did it again. <laughs> Sandbagging you, son of a bitch. Corpse. <laughs> Go ahead. <clears throat> but um, I'm really impressed with Rhino's run mm, in I this too. in our podcast so far because. You know, it, to go from wrestling to in front of a thousand or two thousand people, like in a tiny ring, yeah. to wrestling in front of twenty thousand, like that's got to be like a drastic change, especially oh, yeah. with the bigger ring. Rhino handles it he's, like a pro. He's yeah, there. he's he's a great presence, and you know, he, it feels like. Um, and you can disagree with it. I, I feel like he's adapted to the WWF side, and that's that, that's well. what I'm saying. Like, because a lot of guys can't do no, it. It's just no, not that no, quickly. No. Jerry Lynn. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Salute. Like, Salute should have been like uh, Sandman. He wasn't even adept to the ECW stuff. <laughs> you can't. What was it, the Drunken Conrana? <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> I love that. It's just, all right, here we go. <laughs> the White Russian Leg Sweep. The White oh, Russian that's Leg Sweep. That was perfect. Man, that yeah. was fun to do with that's toys. <laughs> No, it was. Me, me, I me, used a chopstick from the Chinese restaurant at the Kendo That's a huge ass. <laughs> oh, it was like, oh, what is this? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that was great, too, because his legs didn't separate any further than this, so it actually did look like him doing the Frankensteiner. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, we're going. All right, all right, hold, hold me. Yeah, hold me. <laughs> Someone was talking about. He's like, I'm sure he's probably a construction foreman. And I go, Nah, probably not a foreman. 
<laughs> Jesus, uh, someone. Big ECW chant. Yeah. And it's fitting. I mean, it's where mm-hmm. we're at and everything. Um, Dude, I marked out with the body scissors, too. Yeah. Oh, I was like, body scissors? Jim, <laughs> 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 like, I don't see this every day. No. And Heyman, well, apparently when you're talking about his political run, Heyman's telling us he's a thinking man. Yeah. He's, not, he's a smart athlete. Well, Heyman really talks up Rhino. Oh, yeah? Big time. Oh, yeah. How about the splash that Rhino does from the top row? Oh, amazing! God. It was so cool. Um, I what it, what's cool here is how they build this into what we'll see later in the night with Edge's ribs. Like mm-hmm. there's a yeah. lot of damage Edge oh, takes to the ribs. Man, when he went into that post, I mean, he went uh, full force. Yeah. You notice how quickly Rhino gets the turnbuckle off? It's like zip. He's the like Rhino. That. He's like that, right? When, later, when Austin does it, it's like a whole two-minute oh saga. Oh, we can talk about Austin during that match. Uh, it's, it's something to behold. He does not like triple threats. He said no. it many times, I don't like them. I don't like them. I don't like working two guys at the same time. There ain't no psychology. <laughs> Boom. I get knocked out. I'm, out. I'm outside for ten minutes. Wait, what the hell is that? You check yourself out. You go get popcorn. Go buy yourself a damn T-shirt. You ain't watching a damn match. <laughs> and here comes Poker. <laughs> Oh, oh what do you do? Alright, so um and I felt like we were setting up for this the double, the double spear, spear spot. The spear gore. Which I I don't know like They should have it's, it's it's a brilliant concept, but when you actually do it, it's it just seems like it's either gonna it's gonna look awful or somebody's gonna get really hurt. Mm-hmm. It's or both. <laughs> yeah, both. At the same time, but, um, I really well, hopefully I, I thought it looked good. Good. I'm, I'm giving this it really good. Mm-hmm. It just it does look good, even though because I'm not a huge fan of Jim Spears generally. But no, no, this I era, just, oh, I, Rhino the, will make the, it work. Yeah, because Rhino's core is. I mean, it, it's also it's part of his name. Like it's not mm-hmm. just I'm just going to do a spear. It's like I mean I'm the Rhino. <laughs> I gore people. I named it something besides a spear. God, he just goes full on it's with it too. Other than Goldberg's, it's, it's and I will say Roman Reigns's at times like when because yeah he throws his whole body to Edge always goes at, to your side or to hit to his side yeah, and he, he lands on his knees yeah like, it doesn't look like he never looks good um, that pen John I, Cena give me a break the <laughs> biggest thing that bothers me in this match the execution is called the impaler it's, and I'm not is that, is oh, that the, no you're right is yeah. that the that's the execution well there was they had the edgematic is well no the edgematic is behind you but right. there was so many because it was because it was the impaler DDT when Gangrel did it right it was his finisher that was his finisher and then um, then it switched and I forgot what Christian was calling it before it went to the unprettier and before it went he to called the, it the impaler he had the impaler yeah, his was yeah. I think it was Christian had the impaler. Oh, his, he all he did that move to the end of his career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it became the Imprettier, the kill switch. Yeah, it had it, it went through an evolution of names. I thought the kill switch was this move. That is, but it's the the one where he flips them, spins them over, and does like a D weird kind of cross arm over. A very D. indie move. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it, a move that takes way too long to set up. Like I don't see how unless you're like unconscious, mm-hmm. you're yeah. gonna let him do that to you. Because yeah. he's not a big guy. Like if Batista was <laughs> <laughs> Just take it. Just take it. Give it to him. If you came in, it's not ready. Just I would do just, it. I would have just asked for my release. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Well you told me to quit. Well, Batista. Yeah. They what what movie do they want him for? Holy shit. I read it the other day. Oh, I'll think of it. But it's it's perfect for him. Because I'm actually really digging him in the movies. Yeah. I, what I like is Titus O'Neil goes and to the you know, It's funny. He may arguably be better than The Rock 
in terms of being yeah. and like and I and, I, and the thing is, the rock took a while. Like those first few, like run down, walking tall. Like he's still too much of the wrestling guy, and not it's enough. Not of, until Fast Five. Yeah, exactly. The and best the Disney rock world. early was not where he wasn't the star. It went in Be Cool. Be, be Cool was fantastic. Because he was really hoping he'd get an Oscar nomination for that. Because he was so different from <laughs> from himself. Yeah, I love him. And be if cool. that movie was a little if it, better, or if it was a lot better, yeah, <laughs> it's no guess. That's what, I'm sorry, F. Gary Gray is a shit director. I know he gets lucky. Uh, it, straight out of Compton, he got real lucky. Friday, right? yeah. But then, like, light him up or set it off. Or you know, no, shut it down. Burn it down. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Get, We're get, going up tonight. And then remember, he did the Italian job too. That was yeah. okay. It's all right. That was all right. <laughs> Ed Norton wanted nothing to do with it. He's he got photoshopped into the poster. Everyone else is kidding. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <it's like> <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> breaking the rules. But um, <laughs> so we get an interesting spot with uh. No, there is no Christian. No, Christian's the next one. Sorry, Edge, Edge goes over after the education, Impaler, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Edge is moving on, but he's in bad shape. He looks like he is in real he's bad shape. Yeah. yeah, It's a good matchup. Back-to-back, we had real solid um, mm-hmm. King of the Rings semifinals matches. Now, let's go to Heat. <coughs> Spike and Molly are interviewed by Lillian. He wants to challenge the Dudleys for their tag titles, but he has no partner. Yeah. So JR asked, um, JR asked Spike, who's your partner? He says he won't reveal it. It's a big surprise. And then the Dudley show up and just call him a big disappointment. Now, what's fun, though, is we're getting heel Dudleys here, heel Dudleys now in 2016. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They work so much better as heels. Yeah, they're oh, they're so e- much when they were ECW heels. Very, oh, well, yeah. The, they, shit. the heat that they could generate mm-hmm. was unbelievable. I never liked them as faces in WWF because I always felt like they were just placeholders. Yeah, mm-hmm. whenever they're faith, but like, then when they're the heel, they're king, they're top of the mountain. Yeah, like uh, we'll get to that a little bit later. But um, now we go, Chris Jericho with our interviewer Taz. So um, Taz talks about the rumor, the supposed rumor of the defection, mm-hmm. and Jericho is playful with it. It's a, I like how he's playful with it, mm-hmm. where he. You know, time seems like, oh, yep, he's admitting to it, and I, then he changes his Yes, voice. I did know about the rumor, but no, I didn't know that you didn't know about the rumor. I actually like it. It's very you good. You like this? I, I. It seems like a post-concussion interview. He doesn't know what he's saying. <laughs> he's not making any fucking sense. Well, I think what's worse, the worst part about it. It was worse. No. <laughs> what the hell kind of is that? What's collectively worse about all is Taz. Oh, Taz's Taz. reaction to Because I think it's the Benoit one. He's like this. Oh. All right, well, <laughs> I'm done. My part on this show is done. I'm gonna head over and get a cheeseburger. Thing, I'll see you all later. I was in the That's first round of the King of the Ring. Very accurate. Do you notice too when we just to go back when they talk about the people that Rhino beat to get to that point? All ECW guys, oh, Taz to Jerry. Yeah, that's and right. it's like so. It's like he mowed so down his his coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, so now we go into our Dudleys versus Spike and whoever his partner is going to be for the tag titles. So we get a replay of SmackDown where Austin cost Y2J and Chris Benoit. That was a short-lived reign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From what was a great match. Yeah, had that, that the Triple H thing totally screwed that, unfortunately. And But he ends up costing them the titles against the Dudleys. So now the Dudleys are our new tag team champions. So then it's revealed. Who is Spike's partner going to be? Kane. The Intercontinental Champion. Kane. Why not? 
pretty, still pretty big pop for Kane. This is still in that hot stage of his career. He's in intended. phenomenal shape. Oh god, like it's this so is the best weird. I might have ever seen him. Yeah, yeah. To well, contrast- now- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just flowers. It is. It's. Oh, it's sad now. When half the, mask, half the muscle. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Damn. All right. So, um, you know, this is a match that's really just building towards a hot tag. Is really a lot of what it is because um, uh, Spike's going to get worked over, and of course, like you know, it's it. We've. I feel like. Did we see? The, I'm trying to remember, Charlie. You helped me out with the ECW stuff here. Did we get a lot of Spike and Dudley's feuding back in the ECW? A little, yeah. Because uh, as as far as I can remember, the Dudleys were always heel in yep. ECW, but Spike was the you know the little engine that could. Mm-hmm. Um, hell, he main evented a pay per view against uh, the the match with Mike Awesome. Oh God, uh, which is. Uh, God, you wouldn't think this could main event a pay-per-view, but my God, it's a great match. Yeah, Guilty of charge. He can just take anything. Yeah, yeah, he takes a top rope powerbomb through the table, and that's the finish. Take that, Vampiro. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, Spike Dudley's great. But yeah, he feuded with them a lot. This match is, what stands out to me is oh, Teddy Long. Let's talk about Bosch it. Let's City. talk about it. Teddy he should have just counted the shoulders. Yep. Mm-hmm. Bubba, if you look at Bubba's eyes... Because he's being covered, he's looking for Devon. He, he you, there's no way he didn't see that Devon was too far away. Right. Mm-hmm. He should have lifted lifted his shoulder up. Teddy Long looks like a complete fucking idiot. Yes, <laughs> here totally screws this and, up. D- and Devon and boos it, and the crowd boos it big time. Yeah, and Teddy's like, no, nah, no. Nah. Teddy Long's count on top of that, I've always hated. Jr. tries to cover it. He mm-hmm. does an admirable job of trying to cover it because it is very lingering. That you all right? What's the no, matter? No, just your. Uh, Dog is over here just getting very friendly. What, do you look your balls? No. Beverly Hills Chihuahua. <laughs> oh. He's a dog. That's what they do. No, this was, he was just like, I don't know, you know how. It, Did you fart now? No, that's what I'm talking about. It's disgusting. You're a little fart. <laughs> I wish. You get I little, don't. You get a little belly with my chair. No, this uh, is not. Yeah. This what is, is that? It might be his fart. I mean, god dang. I mean, it's this a dog. be my fart. No, no, I mean, no, no. He just ate a big chili dog. Just because you sit in a director's chair. I do. <laughs> Let him whistle through. But um, the the fight, like, they bad, do... Bad. They, they do semi redeem here. That's a pretty decent final sequence here where Devon blocks the, the Dudley dog. Mm. They call, I hate the name of that. It's terrible. Um, and it's a cool, like, it's a pretty cool setup for a 3D. Yep. The crowd sees it a mile away, which oh, I love when well, they yeah. do that. The, that's the thing. The, the 3D crowd. was always fun to yeah. try to spot. Yeah. Uh, JR called. What the hell happened to Kane, though? Why was he like. Oh, he's. I don't know. Uh, did he, did he get the what's up? Yeah, yeah. Which, which, was, which was really a what's down because <laughs> they were not no, no. we're not faces. <laughs> and Jr. calls the 3D a DDT. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, folks. <laughs> Jim, Jim Ross can't stand. He's like he can't stand ECW people. Like. Just, well, what, what, what the fuck ever, man. So Kane does a power bomb. I've never seen yeah, this. I don't know, like that falling uh, power. I've never tried this big man move. <laughs> <laughs> and don't ever do it again. They set up the tables and put Spike through, but then Kane intervenes, and we end up getting a um, he choke slams Bubba through the table, so they get get some heat back. No pun intended. Four corners. Bam! There we go. Pyro. Have a Which nice I think day. was off time because the music the music starts. Music should have started after the explosion. Right. Right. But backstage we get a. So we're kind of teasing this disillusion. It's Christian and Edge. Sorry to go back to a previous thing. They're rumoring Batista to play the Kurgan 
in the Highlander remake. Whoa. Which, I'm for that. Man, you better get a hell of a McLeod. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it can't be no slouch. It can't be John Cena. There's <laughs> <laughs> a duct tape him. Yeah. Cut his Are you serious? <laughs> oh, my God. Why not just get The Rock to... Yeah, I'm Scottish. <laughs> my name is Ramirez. Ramirez. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Fucking love Highlander. A little oh, AWA yeah. in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that, so um, where, where are we? <laughs> there's tension between Christian and Edge, but Christian wishes him good luck, so... And Christian's doing the face. Edge is doing the heel. Kind of bitter. It's interesting. But um, DDP is still waiting. I wrote... The, yeah, right. And this is when we first get the videos, right? Of, of well, I I think we did. You get the video. This is the second video. This is the, the second first video. One was getting breakfast. This is <laughs> just going to the. He's car filming scene. the most boring stuff. No, and he's married to Kimberly at the time. Yeah, so it's like, this, is, this is the best you got. Yeah, and it's all today. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's like, all today. What's like? Look what I found. Look what yeah, I picked up. That, uh, <laughs> RVC or RCA. Well, fuck it. <laughs> it's a goddamn camcorder. Uh, what's great is DDP with his pleather matrix jacket does mm. not fit his rental Lincoln Town car at all. It's like I'm strolling through I, the parking lot. I just lot. love how angry he gets. Yeah, it's like, yeah. so Tanker. mad. Yeah. Ah. And you can my tell favorite, I'm right here. I'm not there. That's one of my favorite lines. He says, "Is he an idiot? But the, like, is he just stupid?" It's coming up where it's him walking in the backstage part of the segment. For a second, I was like, "It would be awesome if another DDP just came out of the talk about mind games." There were two takers. Why can't there be two DDPs? <laughs> I feel like as a performer, I feel I watch him. It's like. He has like three choices, and he's using exhaust. And they're all, all the, wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that point when you see a performer that exhausts all their choices, and they're like, "Oh damn, what do I do next?" Uh, Mike Rotunda. Yeah. <laughs> Your taxes. You're late. It's November. <laughs> Fuck off. Technically, I'm the most powerful man in the WWF one day of the year. Never made sense. sense. Why Wouldn't it be so mad? And Teddy Biasi were a team. You know, it never made sense. <laughs> is, it, is this like the longest con job for IRS? Wouldn't it been great if, if he was still around in WWF and Donald, or I'm sorry, it's Ted Cruz who wants to get rid of the IRS, and he'd be like, <laughs> oh, sorry, wait, wait, I forgot about that. No. I will abolish the IRS now. Abolish the IRS. He's just seeing somewhere. <laughs> and I'm going to get rid of Coca-Cola while we're at it. We're totally <laughs> sure. Fucking impossible, <laughs> you idiot. Yeah, fucking asshole. I'll just say whatever I need to say. <laughs> Meanwhile, Trump Trump's on a debate talking about his dick. That was WWE Hall of Famer. Have you have you watched any House of Cards yet? No, uh, no, no, no. I'm still way the fuck behind. <laughs> I haven't watched any. I was no. gonna ask you. Have you? I've been watching Fuller House. I've watched. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk. I've, we'll talk. I've, I've watched like three or four episodes of House of Cards. Oh, already? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. You heard, yeah. You heard the bad news though. That's coming. House of Cards is changing their showrunner. Oh yeah, I heard Bo Willeman is out, which never, that, never, never good, never good, never good. And I, I never t- thought House of Cards was going to go this long. And all right, so we're we're about to hit episode I think five, and I we Amanda and I both hit a moment where we're like, oh, that's bad. This feel it feels like the first jump the shark moment. Potentially, well, what is it? Season five? Is this four? This is four. This is four. 
<laughs> that's early. I mean, it's for a show to. I mean, this show does not have a shelf life. That's very long. It well, should the be original House soon. of Cards only went for what three seasons? Well, the thing is, when you watch this, based on where we're at, I don't know if we're going to get to the end of the election in this season. I feel like this is only going to be the end of the primaries. Oh, they're pulling a West Wing. Unless they really accelerate time here and really cover a lot of ground quickly. I see you smirking over there. No, I'm I see you smirking. Because I haven't watched any, so I don't God know. Goddamn. I don't know what's going <laughs> you on. you got to get hot about it. You're a game on the about the guy getting hot about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting here enjoying your conversation. I bet you watch vinyl. There, there's, I uh, haven't watched any of it. It's just it looks so this, mediocre. The very first thing, which I'm not going to spoil, but I, I won't go any further with they they bring back old Lucas. He pops back up very first like shot of the the episode. Remember him? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've got damn it. I'm all right. I, I I can't. I won't say it. Welcome it's back to a new it's, blood of cards. It's insignificant. But where are we? We um, all right. So all right. DDP second vignette. Well, that's, oh, that's, 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 that's Let's get to Billy. WWF New York. <laughs> Tough enough has started. Yeah. It's just started. I know. Maybe I thought it was so going awesome. on. He's coming. <laughs> and I love how Jared promotes it. Ah, it's getting rave reviews, and uh, folks seem to like it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we do it for the fans. I don't even think it's been on TV yet, it, but it's getting great ratings. Yeah, that's what I didn't understand. I was like, if it's just starting, it's like three days. Are, are, I think it's only been off. Are they sending out screeners? Look at the little watermark. Get that WWE. thing across this is property at WWF. I'm a SAG member. I've got enough DVDs. Nobody asked for this. <laughs> <laughs> They're using them as coasters. Who the fuck is Josh Matthews? <laughs> Maven. <laughs> my, my mom's dying. That was, that was his gimmick. Oh, that was his gimmick. He played. Oh, I rewatched the first season on, yeah. on network. Oh, it's yeah. great. Yeah. Is it like, like the first season of Tough Enough on Netflix? Yeah. Well, it's it's Al Snow, like who I think Al Snow is really Triple H has my favorite moment in the entire uh, season. I forget when he's when he's he comes to train them, and then one of the one of the trainees punches him, and and he, and, <laughs> and Triple H goes, "If you actually did that to me in an arena, I'd tag you for real." Yeah, because it wasn't a good like hit. Mm-hmm. Like he just he completely missed him. What was the season that the Dudley showed up to talk to them about how to cut promos to the fans, not to the not to the TV audience, but the wasn't that, one. I know that because there's one guy's name was Dan. He kept calling his fans the Danimals, and Bubba gets up there and goes, "Danimals, that's a yogurt, you dumbass." <laughs> it was awesome. He's just like Danimals. Oh, um. Let's get to Billy Gunn here. Let's do it. It's, it's the Jerry Lynn, yeah. only much more condensed and to the so point. So is that the point of, if you get to go to WWF New York, is it just where you just get to blow up? Superstars hate it, too. <laughs> I, oh, next night on Raw, this plays a part. Though. Nice. Okay. This is not just like where Jerry Lynn's like, I'm not there, Jay And then like you never see him again. <laughs> what, Seth Rollins? Or it well, was I miss that. I, I do miss that. I miss hating it. Yeah. <laughs> well, spoiler: when Edge becomes the King of the Ring, <gasps> the next night when they're presenting him with, which I forgot, they you know they always do. Somebody gets a stupid King gimmick or yeah. something. He gets a cup. It looks like the Stanley Cup. I mean, it's great because it's Canadian. Because it's Canadian. King of the Ring. Yeah. Billy Gunn comes out and interrupts his presentation. 
And this is the beginning of Edge breaking the fourth wall and probably saying things he shouldn't say. He goes, well, I know that if I was two years from now, instead of being on the pay-per-view, if I'm having to eat a meatball sub at WWE New York, I'm going to be pissed off, too. And I was like, damn. (laughs) (laughs) And Billy Gunn is just like, (laughs) Billy Gunn just goes, like, he's almost like the, he's hurt for a split second. You know what I remember when Billy Gunn kind of died was when he fought The Rock. When he was the he one, was the, when the Rock cut that promo oh, on wait, him, was that when he lost the gimmick? Like, was that a kiss my? What was that? There's a I think it was a match. kiss my ass match. Mm. Yeah, when Rock cut that right. promo about Billy talking to God, SummerSlam '99. That really hurt. I think it was. Wow, right after King of the Ring. Yeah, it, I, it didn't take long for. I you ordered that that King of the Ring, the one that Billy won, because everyone wanted the final to be Billy Gunn versus Road Dog. Right, but instead it turned out to be X-Pac. Billy Gunn versus X Pac. Yeah. Yeah, so whatever. It make a lot of sense. Yeah, it, it, was, it wasn't a very good pay-per-view, but like Billy Gunn winning the King of the Ring was cool. Yeah, you're like, totally. Because like, he was always good. Looked great. Yeah, great look, great ability, very athletic. The only guy who could slide in and yeah. out of the ring he could take, move. He yeah. could take the, I'm going to miss the turn, or I'm going to miss the guy and hit the turnbuckle. Oh, like, God, he could take he that very that. well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Billy Ziggler there. Just, yeah. just kills Z- it. Ziggler is an amalgam of a lot of those guys. Yeah. But um, he, I wasn't even in the tournament, and it's... Huh, I wrote. He is. That's pathetic. Like his catchphrase. Yeah. Like he, he buttons his promo. Like Believe that's that. pathetic. What a great guy. That's your T-shirt. That's that's pathetic. It'd be great though if his little stick figure man posing. He's the ass man. All right. So let's <laughs> see. Is he? I don't want to. He said, "Hey, ass man, you got that right." <laughs> Billy Gunn stopping short with China in the past. Yeah, yeah. that's my move. Uh, <laughs> stop short. <laughs> he sounds. I'll show him, ass man. <laughs> oh, Jerry Stiller in that episode is so fucking funny. I love the outtakes of Jerry Stiller and Elaine. Oh, that's the best that's- outtake real ever. <laughs> When like when they're doing the uh, you want a piece of me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got it. <laughs> well, it's when he starts. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> What's weird is we're getting on so many tangents. So this is a an, it, this is a good pay per view. Yes, no, it's not is. like this was back in the WCW shit days. No, this is a this is a good. Well, pay-per-view. hey, if you want to go to Jim's Crab Shack in Maryland, you can go <laughs> listen to that. <laughs> we can be real strict about you get it. Some but muscles, King King of the Ring, fronts. King of the Ring Finals. Kurt Angle mm. and Edge. I have so many things written here that are not about the match. It's stuff that I hear audibly from the fans. Somebody's oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a lot of... Oh, dude. Can I say the first one? Go for sure. it. So Kurt grabs the mic, mm-hmm. and he goes, all right, hold on a second. <laughs> and then you audibly hear a fan in the audience go, shut the hell up! <laughs> I heard a go fuck yourself. <laughs> what is wrong with people? I heard a kick his ass sea bass. <laughs> yeah. And then the coup de gras was fuck your face. Yeah. Wow! And I love your little picture where it says fans screaming I, obscenities. Did you oh yeah, that one? No, because no, I should have. The closed caption. I'm hitting the button. Are you on the iPad? Yes. It won't turn off on the iPad. They're always on. On what? mine when I'm on it too. I can't. Get I have it to, to try that. It's so much fun to read them though because when someone's it says, writing this out that works yeah, for WWE. Obscenities. And what's funny too is it'll still put unintelligible. This was 15 years ago. Rewind it. Watch it again and listen. They're just like fuck it. But Kurt's on the mic because he wants Edge to forfeit, and okay. it's and it's because you know I have oh, this match with Shane later. Nah, There's no way you can beat me. And it's actually oh, it's funny. 
because his button. His button, yes. What, what does he say? He goes, I, Edge, I, I think, think I, I know, know you. you. <laughs> <laughs> and then Edge waffles him. I think well, I takes know you. Edge goes, good. Kurt Angle was so fucking good. This night, you get all the Kurt. I, th- I honestly, by the end of this night, I definitely, this guy is the wrestler He's of the year. Fucking star. He's fucking star. Best. He, these, he, does, he pulls a Bret Hart. He does three matches, and they're all different. Mm-hmm. Every single, and especially the last one. This, <laughs> my guy. And this promo he cuts, what's so good about it is he, I don't know if he audibly was realizing like, oh God, they're cheering for me. I need to make myself heal. Like he finds a way to make himself a heel again yeah. to this audience. Instead of just being the, I'm the cool heel, yeah. embrace it. He, no, I'm going to be the who that well, you're the still There are two heels in the ring. Right. So technically the audience should boo. Both of I, I them. I think all the King of the Rings were heels. Uh, yes. I, everyone in that tournament, which is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Someone brought up a really good point, and this is sad, that if Kurt Angle had stayed in the WWE and not gone to TNA, he could have been a 16-time world champion by now. Probably. Yeah. It would have been him, and he would have been the guy. Well, it's funny. It's like, if you go through his first run, he doesn't get the belt that often. No. no like, it's hard to believe he's already been the champion. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like, King of the Rings is a build-up point. This stretch... Um, is is unbelievable. It's so so unbelievable to think that he's only like a year and a half oh, or yeah. so into the business. Yeah, he fit like a glove. I mean, the way he the way he carries each of these matches, he makes Edge look like a legitimate main event. Star. Well, this is a dynamite match. It's mm-hmm. so good because Edge, even though he's not a babyface, is is booked like a babyface with him. He's, he's, he's coming kind, in injured. He's coming in injured, having to overcome it all the time, and, and Angle just works him continuously, and Edge overcomes, and you, without knowing what happens in the in the next couple of months, damn, goddamn, pal, I think you could main. I would believe if you main event it, and somebody's yeah. going to get kind of lost in the shuffle and get hurt. And yeah, a lot of things happen, but. This is a this is a damn good match. What are some of the a belly to belly suplex into the abyss? Yeah, yeah. I, I oh, I, I, it's I, either abyss I, or oblivion. I, I put, I, that's what I, <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> belly to belly to oblivion. Yeah, which one? I never know which one to write. I guess it, it, uh, that one felt like abyss. <laughs> <laughs> this is the uh, it's the first time I can remember. <laughs> them acknowledging that not all the King of the Rings were successful. Right. Jim Mabel. says it. He brings yeah. it up. <laughs> Mabel, Billy Gunn, Ken Shamrock, really? Ken Shamrock, 98. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what happened to Ken Shamrock? King of Kings happened to Ken Shamrock. Oh, did you just win the King of the Ring last night? I'm going to beat you. Here comes Owen. I'm going to beat you both. Oh, do you remember that's the Triple H on commentary where he talks about being like bisexual? <laughs> <laughs> I'm by a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> I did it in the butt. <laughs> and he, he got mad at me, and it was it was it was good. Hunter, I mean, was, Hunter was, so was a good mad. lover. Sean was a great lover. Heyman has a a really interesting like we we already talked about what you know why um, why Shane interfered earlier. That's why? Great. But Heyman has his theories like. Shane wants to beat like the owner of WCW wants to beat the King of the Ring mm-hmm. to prove something. I was like, it's another slap in the face. It, Jim Ross, I like Jim Ross goes. He says to slap in the face to the WWE. Oh, he, he said because I was like, Jason, I wrote that verbatim. Yeah. Was that in the show? Yeah, it was day, a, pal. He said it's a slap in the face, and yeah. then Jim Ross says it's a slap in the face to all the WWF superstars if that happens. It's like, ooh. This is one I because uh, I think at this point it's when the straps come down and I hear there I wrote it down. Pull your pants up, asshole! <laughs> I don't know. 
think the, I, I, wish I, heard I think it's the DDP mic is what it is. Like yeah. they left it on, oh. and there are people nearby that are just. Yeah, saying, oh, <laughs> well, speaking of the DDP mic or Cam, that fucking asshole with his kid that's throwing his kid around like a muppet that's right behind DDP. Like, All right, so <laughs> the uh, Republican um, debate that was on the last one I was on. It. There's so many dickheads like doing the WWF thing in the background, trying to like look, trying to do shit. Because in the camera that's on the the moderator, they they try like they they're in focus, but the people in the back are they are acting not. up back there? Yes, because oh. it doesn't it doesn't cost same. much if anything well, to come look, into one of those. Look at the crowd. I mean, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was what it was. David Duke? No, I never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't hear you when you said it was David Duke. My, my earpiece was, uh, you know. I love brought up a great point about Chris Christie when he popped up behind. It says, like, it was as if Sam Beckett quantum leaked into <laughs> Chris Christie. There were so many of those. Because I always, so always wonder why he never leaped into someone like, oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> Oh God! You just, all you had to do is you see Chris Christie just go. That's why I oh, was boy. in Big Trouble in Little China with like he's right. gonna, <laughs> the, the feet. <laughs> this fucking movie. Three <laughs> diabetes. Oh God! It's it's quick onset. <laughs> uh, all right, so Edge um, was angles. Angle slam reverse into an execution to an ankle lock to a near fall. It's a great sequence. Mm-hmm. It's like we get three finishers reverse and ones. So Christian comes out. Christian distracts the ref from angle pinning or from, from edge, edge pinning angle. Uh-huh. There's a massive ref bump. There's a big one. I, yeah. I forget what I just I forget what the move is. But there's an ankle lock, a spear from Shane then who comes in the ring. Of, <laughs> Why not? And another execution for the win. There it is. Edge is the king <laughs> of the ring. A pretty big pop. Mm-hmm. Same. Do you remember the? <laughs> Uh, WWF Warzone attitude, those shitty N64 games. The wrestlers could say things if you hit certain buttons. One of the things that Al Snow said that always cracked me up, because I never heard him say it, because, hey, are you down with OVP? (laughs) No, OPV. No, OPF or something. Other people's finishes? (laughs) (laughs) And I think of it every time I see someone do something. Hey, are you down with OPF? Other people's finishes? In a taunt, it's, it's a taunt, a one-liner, but he's an exploding It's like with I, last year we talked about when you program your Windows sounds and you program one that's like ten seconds. It's like every oh time, my like, God. It's, I would do anything for love like, every time. Oh no, it's the extended version. Oh, will you raise me, John? Can you tell the computer to stop telling me to kiss its ass? <laughs> I love what he told me. Hell, that. you kiss my ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so Edge, King of the Ring, a huge moment for him, and it's just strange. Like it's so weird that it took it will five take. more years. Yes, a lot happens. Like his injury, yeah. The Matt Hart Alita saga, which well, did then, have some burying in it, and then they realize, like they realize that he. Yeah, they, it's a Batista situation. They tried to force him as a face. People are like, nope, don't want him. Then they smartly package him as a heel, and that's when the rated R superstar is really born. Um, that's down the road. Right now, we're going to head backstage. Chris Benoit nods with approval. <laughs> Taz asks, <laughs> that, this is even stranger. Is, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell kind of question is that? 
Wait, what? It's a, it's a question. It's ex- exactly. Was that a gotcha question? <laughs> <laughs> Multiple choice, Chris. <laughs> Um, I, I like I, again. I, I mentioned earlier, Taz just the way he walks away so apathetic. Like, all right, well, yeah, that's what, what I do now. <laughs> it's like the Mark McGrath of WWE. <laughs> <laughs> They've got him doing what now? <laughs> all right, Sugar Ray Taz. <laughs> his, his goatee's frosted. <laughs> Which I guess we don't see Michael Cole because Austin killed oh, him. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you yeah. can write a whole piece about that segment. <laughs> I feel like if Robin Wright had directed that, though, there would have been a little bit more. <laughs> Wow! I guarantee you, if Robin Wright directs an episode of House of Cards, something is going to happen mm-hmm. that you don't want to no. come back to ever again. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit of all right. Frank Underwood went to the Sentinel where he did his buddy in the butt. Oh, my God. <laughs> Frank Underwood got it on with his buddy at the Sentinel. <laughs> wow. So, Apparently, I want to watch this fucking show. Oh Lord! All right, so um, DDP is still waiting. That's all I wrote. DDP. I, still I can't waiting. tell you how many times I wrote out third match, fourth match, fifth match, DDP versus Undertaker, and then it didn't happen. <laughs> 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 Just get it over with. Coaches with Edge. Mm. Christian comes in and they celebrate. It's an age of an age of awesomeness is born. That's I like great. that. Yeah. yeah, it's great. It's perfect. Just I actually forgot about that that was a thing. The yes. Age of Awesomeness. Yeah. Was that a DVD or no no, it was Decade of Decadence? Yeah. Decade yeah, of Decadence. A Motley Crue Motley Greatest Crue. Hits album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where there was just this weird look on his face and reflective glasses with him posing. He's got a decade of decadence, Undertaker's got a decade of destruction. <laughs> <laughs> Angle, Angle is seen ranting at out of shape security. Oh yeah, what I wrote. They're That's all great. they're terrible. Oh <laughs> man, no, the one up. coming up later that Austin keeps going. Oh that guy. <laughs> yes, Austin sir. actually kind of gives him a. Pe- Austin is actually nice to this guy. Yeah. So I'm like, because like the guy from like 1998, the guy's like, oh, Mr. Bands, I'm like, oh, why don't you come here for? Is a that right? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta show you my new pottery collection. <laughs> wow. Is this on? an official bat? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, fellas. Mm. <laughs> oh boy! So here we go to this gem of a match here. Boy, this one is a winner. It's the bland leading the bland. Jeff <laughs> Hardy. Here we go. Our new light heavyweight champion. I'm sorry, I was excited. What is that match? He goes like this. He goes. It's the light heavyweight championship. Goes, yes. Yes. There's no Jerry Lynn. Good news, Jeff. Or Jerry, we're going to put the light heavyweight title on the pay-per-view. Bad news, you're dropping it. <laughs> I think it's where he got hurt, because he got hurt pretty yeah, early. I'm, Jerry Lynn got hurt a lot. Yeah, but this was like one of those, like, you're, you can't do this for, like, six months. And by the time he came back, it was no point. Right. Poor guy. Yeah. So now we are uh, we're getting Jeff Hardy defending the title against X Pac, mm. <laughs> representing the X Factor. Mm. I was hoping it was just incredible. I'd like to see just incredible fight Jeff Hardy. I think that'd be pretty good. The light heavyweight title and the cruiserweight title once it's obviously introduced, like we're gonna get some interesting play with it. Um, this is it's gonna be good. This isn't a bad match, no. but there uh, are it's not, pretty, it's, no. There's a ba- couple of bad spots. Like, sure, there's a big fuck up. One thing I come back to reality with is. Jeff Hardy is not at the level that he eventually gets to where he's serviceable in a main like event role. Like Taker shakes his hand? Yeah. Like like that? Even more so. You know what I mean? Like, 
obviously when he's going to work, the guy who works next pay per view is really good. Mm-hmm. But a lot of like the, I don't know, Jeff Hardy obviously like you know when he when he eventually gets to a main event scene where he's contending for a world title and everything is much different than he is now. And X Pac like what's so funny is like X Pac's always regarded as the guy like if you can't have a bad match with X Pac because he's like the quintessential. Like WWF prototype wrestling guy, yeah. like you know, I can remember Jericho talks about how he led him through mm-hmm. his matches and everything, and he's the guy like you. They pair you with to get up to standard. This thing's a mess, um, but Heyman puts him over huge, and it's so weird to think about how much of a veteran he was. Yeah, and he's not even thirty. Right. Well, Jared brought that up last month too. Yeah, he like, hasn't even hit his thirtieth birthday, and I like how they they do. Try to put him over, even though they really don't. Where they talk about the he, trailer comment, he was, was always like, a sidekick, and now he's the leader. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah, they, they used to call him the trailer because he was he'd always hang around the boys. Yeah, the the botches on this are uh, the incredible. Mm. Oh yeah, wow. the headbutt, the, the nut nuts. buster. Yeah, yeah like, just cover the man. <laughs> <laughs> you won. Dude, that, that's it. Ring ring damn bell. <laughs> uh, oh God, what else? Oh, oh, what did Jack Doan do? He, he oh, right. The, what a bad call this was. Like, I mean, it's not, it's, this isn't a real sport, but this is bullshit. So, yeah, um, X-Pac pins Jeff Hardy, yep. and Jeff Hardy gets his leg on the rope right before the three count, but Jack Doan didn't see it. So he hits three, and then Jack looks and sees the leg and goes, whoa, 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 wait, no. And I'm like, he could have put the leg on the rope after the three count. Like, yep. this was a bad call. Yeah. This is like dusty booking right here. Yep. Um, Hardy's uh, able to counter a uh, um, an X-Factor, hits a swanton for the win. It's a shame because, like, there's so many good matches on this card. Mm. Like, any other – maybe on a on a different show, this, this wouldn't wrong. look as bad. Well, I mean – but now, on I'd this say it's show, the second worst match, uh, but but I still don't think it's that bad. Second worst, interesting. I'm curious. Of, well, what could possibly? Well, I, it's not even really a match, but you know what? Oh, oh, okay. I put quotations around match. Yeah, mm-hmm. I gotcha. Yeah. No, I gotcha. I gotcha. And hey, that's, that's coming up about real it's soon. A bu- here. Finally, it's a real bummer though because like I, I think I actually had for whatever reason expectations for Hardy versus Xbox. Sure, would be a pretty good. A fair, but yeah, well, you know, like Jeff Hardy as a worker. I don't understand why he took his shirt off in the middle of a ten count punch. So I'm like, yeah. just go for him, yeah. X Pac. Like, just slamming. what are you doing? No. Um, backstage, Regal and Tajiri. Regal with the Universal Translator built in, he can understand everything Tajiri says. And this 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 segment goes to another level very quickly. Oh, no, no, i got to make a phone call. Help yourself. Yeah, I'm just rotary. Nah, he's just numbers. N- yeah, n- pound sign. They yeah. all actually go to Vince. <laughs> Every number goes to it's Vince. It's awesome. He, Steve. You know, Steve Austin. Yeah, he, he, really does, he does our bet. He did it. Vince and Steve. Steve Austin. <laughs> Stone Cold Cold Steve Austin, the WWE champion. Oh! Yeah, there's this rumor. Yeah, I'm telling the truth. Here, Regal's like, you ain't that far. You'd be here. It's pretty I wonder how far it is. I looked it up. I met Question. You did. You really did. Is it 90 minutes? Like the guy said. It's like, it's 45 minutes actual mileage, but 90 minutes, I'm sure, with traffic. Okay. Because it is because there's no payoff to this, none. No. Which I thought was a little weird. Yeah. Hell, even the finish to that match is weird. Yeah. Oh well, there's we'll some obvious that. reasons for that, but we'll we'll dive into that. P- 
Paige is uh, upset at ringside. Who knew? <laughs> uh, more Paige soccer footage. Paige goes into the ring, calls out Taker. Hey, I love this. Why would you? Pro- why would anyone want to provoke the Undertaker more? Yeah. I like <laughs> so how it's, it's like this. Paige is sitting. Two seconds later. Oh, I'm disgruntled now. Yeah. I love it. It's like they they had it was all he's like. I'm right here. I'm not that there. I like when they're doing the video footage of of showing DDP walking around backstage, and then they finally reveal who's holding the camera, and the crowd doesn't give two shits. I don't even think they know that that's Sarah. Yeah. You know, because it's also a horrible angle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's just. mm. Yeah, it's like literally, it's like upper nose. You can see all her Scott style. I always forget what she looks like because at certain times she looks she looks good, and then other times she's she is rather mannish. (laughs) Hey, it's me. Sarah. Sarah Taker. <laughs> so then she says, I, I love it. She basically gives Undertaker his intro. Yeah. yeah. It's hilarious. And but Taker. Man, oh. Have you ever wanted to see Undertaker in jeans? It's <laughs> like dad jeans. Dad jeans. Dad, dad, not only that, he's even got one of those little key things around here to, put, like, to hook his keys on. Yeah. Like, and he is moseying with a purpose. And not that I was looking at Undertaker's ass, but with, like, when he oh. turns around, I was like, it's all up there. <laughs> this was 15 years ago, and he's still You've wrestling. You've done it now. You've you done it now. now. You made a big mistake. <laughs> it's, it's badasses always. I like on oh, the glo- like, yeah. you, had all, you had all day. I, I, just, I feel right like now. this is what the scene was at WrestleMania 14 backstage when Sean... Maybe didn't want to drop. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on that little twelve-inch monitor. Right. A little cut and and drop that belt. I remember Survivor Series. I didn't agree with it. I went along with it. I like the paycheck. You know. <laughs> Starting Steve Austin's winning tonight. <laughs> <laughs> hope, he, hope he uses a stun gun. That's <laughs> so no, I mean legit. I gave him one. Yeah. <laughs> I told him that that even looks like he's kicking out. Three. You get him. You, All right. you get them under. You get a stun gun under underarm. Not only will they shit their pants. Too long, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you just what? You put a button on. Oh, he dropped the belt. All right. God damn. Well, gloves on. Don't take a shit. I'm gonna go to the waffle. <laughs> well, this is as long as this fucking taker intro oh, is. So God, why not? It is so long. Yeah. It's longer than the one on Raw, which was already long that we just saw a week ago. Uh-huh. Crazy. All right. So, I mean. The, he's the best pure striker in the world. <laughs> we, get that. we get it when he's on the ground, and we get a wonderful, lovely, talky taker yeah. after the low blow. It's pretty much a burial, though. Yes. Like, I know that Paige gets a couple shots in, but he oh, gets... I best, love the best part of the match. The best part. Mark Eaton literally eats it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Sarah comes strolling out with the camera. Uh, Oh my god, it. it's just insufferable. Yeah. I, I Vince McMahon's embarrassed. I, I, I love Taker though when he grabs him and he puts him up to the camera like, this is your big chance to be famous, bitch. <laughs> but they really try to get it over. Yeah. Uh, he says something to her. No, no. Fuck off. Well, I think it's because they need that spot. Like they needed a setup like for DDP to uh, for Taker to feed Paige. Mm. So then like to set up for their last bit or whatever, which is this um, the end? Is this the end of this? No. No? Oh, no. no. Well, this goes? No, no this it, goes tomorrow, too. 
But well, it doesn't go it to the next page. It feels like it's over, though. It doesn't. Yeah. It, it but does. There's it no does, heat for DDP. It doesn't go because they don't wrestle. I don't think Canyon comes in yet. Mm. Yeah, that's the SummerSlam match. Mm. Yeah, that, that's yeah. that. You should have found a way to like Diamond Cutter Sarah or something. Well, I the know, next I do want to see Undertaker versus Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah, totally down for it. On yeah. Raw the next night, no. for some reason, Kane gets a, decides he wants those tag titles and gets Taker, and they go fight the Dudleys. They have a match. Kane just moseys on out. Sarah comes out for some reason. Then Taker, what's beautiful is Taker does his little stand at the ramp and looks down and puts his fist in the air. And Sarah's next to him with her head bowed. And DDP comes out of nowhere, hits Taker with a chair. One chair shot takes Taker down and then assaults Sarah and rips out her hair. Yes, uh, that's that's getting eight. That's, yeah, I mean he ripped out school, school, school. Yeah, and she's uh, to her credit, she's screaming like crazy. So I was like, did he really just Taker's like, you know, she can't act, man. You just go ahead, you just go ahead, take it. But and then Taker gets up and then Paige crab walks away. It's like he just, it's weird. He like Linda Blair. He like no, like not. Not spider walks. It's like he walks like he's on the like he's like like he just shit his pants and he's having like mosey walk down the stairs away from Taker, and it's really really weird. But then I don't remember anything else after that. Like even then, it's like this is it's so it this is this, and I don't know. Like the other element to this is what I think they were maybe hoping WCW to be the Tacoma match, the infamous Tacoma match, which happens like first week of July, I it's think July up. 1st with, um, buff. Yep. Yeah. And how it's that's even listed on the network. You read the description for that raw. It talks about this and it says, and one of the most infamous main events in raw history, the WCW championship is defended. Yeah. It's like, damn, <laughs> works even I don't more. remember that match being that bad. I, I, I do I remember don't. the crowd not liking it. Well, I remember I remember the backstage shit that Buff would pull. Yeah, just pissed everybody off. Like the, the thing Lord with Shane Helms, the thing with Undertaker. I bet, and that's the guy you don't piss um, off. You, no, because what was it? He was like, "Yeah, when you guys come out and beat me up, can you take it easy on me?" Take, sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll take <laughs> it. Easy I'll get you a pillow. I'll, I'll get my good gloves. Yeah, Glenn waffle at some. Glenn <laughs> <laughs> yeah, waffle. I'll pancake. <laughs> <laughs> It's breakfast time, Buff. <laughs> oh, you done it now! <laughs> uh, okay, all right. <laughs> Backstage. Stone Cold Steve Austin asks a parking lot attendant how long it takes to get to the arena from Greenwich. <laughs> this back and forth is priceless. It's pretty good. Because I will say, like, whether whether or not he's he realizes it, Austin is doing so many different things here that are so non stone cold face. Yeah, that it it he it it's this has worked more than I thought it did because like I legit am like oh that's my favorite wrestler of all time, but he looks like shit, so he's the heel, I guess. You know what I mean? Like it kind of works. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the way traditionally it's supposed to work, but I think of all the backstage segments that he has on this show, this is the best one. Oh god, it's hysterical. Yeah, the way he plays, it's very so odd. Like I said, it seems like he's like letting the guy off. Yeah, I'm just waiting for him to beat the shit out of him, and he well, doesn't do it. It's, they go back and forth with him being insane and murdering everyone, Paranoid. to being being and then ca- almost cowardly yeah. and polite. Oh, it's crazy. In that video package, how he keeps trying to hug Vince. Yeah. It's and so the look, funny. The looks he gets when he hugs him is incredible. 
Oh yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. It, it's this. It's this deadpan look from this Funko. Just go and sit down. Don't do that. <laughs> this Funko Pop. It's just like, just this is all you have. Just that look. <laughs> I know people can't image. see it, but it's, <laughs> maybe it's for the best. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we get the video package God, for. <laughs> Yeah, you can tell this is 14. Yeah, yeah, of course, that's the very next thing I look at. <laughs> you can only get one leg brace on. <laughs> well, goddamn. I don't like that 2K316 yeah. bullshit. Okay, it's on the back. It's on that's, the side. That's ridiculous. He's wearing the bionic redneck one tonight. Yeah. Yeah. That was the name of one of my volumes of tapes. Yeah. The bionic redneck. I was running out of nicknames to give him. Um... We get the video package for Shane McMahon versus Kurt Angle in a street fight. Yes. It's that time. Wow. All right. So, Charlie, remember uh, wrestling the W years? You talked about how this was how this started. Oh, it's great on that raw. Give us the recap. Yeah. So, uh, Kurt Angle is throwing his own uh, reenactment of the Olympic gold medal ceremony, which no one wants to come to. Edge and Christian are even just kind of apathetic about it. You be the yeah. It's great. You'll be the you'll be the silver. You'll be the bronze. So, Kurt, but they don't do it. So, Kurt goes out, throws this celebration for himself. And Shane McMahon came to the ring, and you're like, well, why is he out here? And proceeds to say, talk about Kurt's three eyes, which he then segues into, well, I have three letters too, WCW. And he comes up with different uh, words for the Ws, but when he gets to the last one, and this is when Shane goes to the top of the, I guess it's a, a podium, yeah. kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he goes, the last one is wussy. And Kurt, like, leaps to that top and then angle slams him. like, And it's a beautiful shot, too, because there's confetti everywhere. Yeah. And the confetti just goes flying in the yeah. air when it happens. And you're like, oh, I hope there's more to this. And sure enough, Shane came back later that night uh, to get some revenge on him, to get some heat back. And now we have a match. A street fight. A no street less. fight, which I always thought a street fight was false count anyway. I did, too. But, but they say it in the match. What? Paul Heyman says... It's, this isn't Falls count anywhere. Falls only count in the right. ring. Well, Kurt actually weird. does go for a cover on the outside. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's like, shocked. <laughs> when he, he probably wishes he had it at the end. Yes. Oh, oh my God. Well, yeah. So, yeah, this match, uh, Shane Shane had been in matches where they were very memorable because of spots that he did. Mm-hmm. But uh, this match is on a whole nother level. There's uh, a lot to unpack. Because, because it's not just so it's much. not just a spot fest. No. No. I'm glad. Like this how long did this go? Thirty minutes. It's about it's the, these next two matches are about thirty minutes apiece. It's like the whole last hour of the show, the the last two matches. Most thirty minute matches are a chore to get through. Mm-hmm. This match, just constant amazement. Like when is it gonna get boring? It, oh never. It involves like the two thousand one Royal Rumble. Where it's multiple types of matches yeah. in the same match. Exactly. That's a good point. Without it having to be yep. like a pinfall to change it. No, that's a good point because like everyone always remembers this match for the two big spots. Right. But there's an actual wrestling match in the first 10 minutes yeah. going on. There's a lot. Like right now, obviously, with Shane going against Taker at Mania, a lot of people are like, oh, God. And it's like, because they look at him as just always this, you know. He's a spot guy. Part. He's a spot guy. It's like. He had a style. Right. It's a very unique style of wrestling that it probably only worked with a certain caliber of wrestler to, for it to you know be sustained for a long period of time, 30 minutes. Well, here's the guy. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's a feud that is so unnecessary. There's right. no reason for it to happen. Yeah. And, it, and it needs to be pointed out that Kurt Angle's already wrestled two pretty rough matches yeah. like in terms of work rate. Already, which I had forgotten about. Like I didn't re- remember that Kurt had wrestled. Three he is the MVP. The oh my god! Yeah. By far. Well, right there, Shane. I'd every say, every pay per view in the WWF, we've covered 
Kurt has had long matches or the Iron Man, the mini Iron Man submission match, right. the three stages of hell match, mm-hmm. and it's just look at his 2001 pay per views. Defends the title against Triple H. Defends it against The Rock. Benoit times um, three. three. He gets three pay-per-views. And then he gets three matches in a night here. It's an amazing run that yeah. he has here. But I hope he got paid extra. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I really do. Um, I love the mean streets of Greenwich. Yeah. And I laugh out loud every yep. time I hear that. Uh, I love... The amateur stuff they do, where it's almost like he's bullying. <coughs> yeah, he's so little, awesome. Well, Shane gets a shot. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. Right here. Yep. That's what cuts him. And he bleeds the rest of the match. Yeah, it doesn't stop like Triple H's does. Yeah. Right. You're talking about where, because uh, Shane, he starts off trying to roll him and do amateur. And then later, oh, after yeah, a Kurt's little bit, like, do it to when me. Kurt right. gets in that position, go. And you're just like, so good. Yeah. That's great. And, with, and Shane playing it being like, oh, shit. Like, but Shane, I, I'll give I'll give the booking credit for this. I did not see it coming when he kicked Kurt right in the gut. I, yeah. I popped huge for that. Like, yeah. yeah, like there's a great story here. Shane knows that he's not as good of a wrestler as Kurt, yeah. so he has to fight him the way he knows how to fight him. Yeah. And then oh. after that is when it evolves into the hardcore match. Right. Kendo yeah, stick comes out, sticks. the uh, trash cans. How about the shooting, that shooting star? Oh, you know? my God. And it, it, it's, it's, it's almost a botch, yeah. but it doesn't matter. No. I, it just looks incredible. Yeah. It does, and um, Shane locks in a marvelous sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. It's and he almost doesn't get it because right. like, Kurt's you know a bigger guy, right? But Shane, once he gets it, it's like that's the sharpshooter. <laughs> I'm pretty sure like he's been in it, you know, like he's probably. Oh, Brett's like jacked up. him up before. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they, Book. Yeah, he was hitting on Julie. <laughs> that's my wife. Burn Yeah, these um. With a lot of with his return, you know, a lot of people talking about Shane and revisiting things. Talking about like this guy used before shows would would work out with wrestlers mm-hmm. all the time. So like he's a guy who re- it's not it, it's not just going out there to prove like oh to my dad that I can do this. Like this guy legit has worked with a lot of these he guys. Wanted to do yeah. Like, so let's and get that's up. What's so amazing. He didn't have to do any of this stuff. No. So let's get to the ugliness of this movie. <laughs> Well, I think it all starts with the vertical suplex on the... Uh, Gordon and Kurt Angle did. Gordon and Kurt so, the back end of this, on at the end of the podcast, um, I, I'm going to attach it to it. The video? Yeah. Yeah, the, which I watched that a week ago. So good. Oh, yeah. Thing was oh, yeah. Awesome it's fantastic. Watch. Yeah. Them talking about it is really, really cool. The vertical suplex, though, that Shane does to... Kurt. Shane does to Kurt. The look on Kurt's face the oh, second he hits is just... It's hard to watch. Mm-hmm. And, and it's also like... JR didn't know at the time, but he called it beautifully, saying, Folks, there's a that carpet is not really a protection yeah. no, at all. It's That's more not, aesthetic. Yeah, it's more aesthetic. It's not like getting it on the ramp. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it, it has an incline, like you can you can work with that. Like yeah. this is solid ground. Yeah. And Kurt broke his tailbone. Yeah. And I have broken my tailbone. And it sucks. So I can't and that was me falling with my own weight. I can't and eighty pounds of meat that I had cut, but I mean, what happens? Because Kurt, he still goes another 15 minutes. Yeah, we're talking about, like, and he said it's adrenaline. It's, that video, he said, where it's, and were you thinking, knowing Shane's pedigree, I guess, with matches up to this point, were you thinking he was, if you'd never seen this before, he's going to climb the chair and that awesome set and jump off the chair? Or yeah, because all we'd seen are, yeah, we had, the spots What's we'd the seen set? were high flying spots. Mm-hmm. We hadn't seen a spot like we're about to get, not like this. And it's, 
the first one is ugly. The belly to belly that does not break the glass and Shane Changes. badly lands on his head. You just hear thud. Yeah. And then Shane told him to do it again. Yeah. But also, we have to talk about the glass. Mm-hmm. They didn't use the breakable glass because of the pyro. Yeah. Well, it was. Was that what? Why? There's another. I found the video. Another video after that's Kurt. It's a lot more recent, and Kurt Angle's talking about it with that British guy. I think you were referring to yeah. earlier, and he said that they were going. They they were supposed to use the sugar glass. And that they had told them that they were, and that there was not going to be pyro because it would have the glass is so fragile, the reverb would have broken it. And then when he saw that they did pyro, that he knew that it wasn't. But he had, into the match and hurt. He forgot. Oh Jesus! And that's in that video as well. Where he talks about he's basically deadlifting him. Yeah. Like there's yeah. there's no help from Shane. And Shane's dead. Understandably so. Like he's not a real trained wrestler. He's gassed badly at this point. Yeah. And with a broken tailbone, he's deadlifting like two thirty over his head. Yeah. And and Shane goes through that, and you, and the blood. I mean, Shane doesn't even get hit in the head, but he's bleeding from the head. Mm-hmm. Kurt's bleeding like, like Kurt's bleeding like, all wonderful. over here. I, it's very hard to watch this. Then then and then so now they're behind it. So they go for a third one. It doesn't oh, doesn't break. Sound it still man. lands mm-hmm. on his head. And the crowd is just like even the crowd. You, you can like, hear them eating it up. Like oh man, yeah. And then, and then Shane, I, Kurt, fuck it. Yeah. And he just, you know. Because I don't, he, there's no way he had the strength. No, no. Through and through. I'm, I'm glad he did this. And so, like, <laughs> I am. I look am. how dan- like, how dangerous it looked out there with all that, those shards. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, Shane was, at least was, you know, pretty covered. Right. Yeah. Kurt's got Kurt's a single. not. Yeah. yeah. And he's strapped down. He's strapped down. What did you think at first when he pulled out the, because, like, when he pulled out the, the trunk. Smart. Yeah. So, so smart. Because it's like, because yeah, Kurt. Oh. But that's why I caught. See that now it's back in Are there. Are we back? So now I'll, Can I'll we just continue. Go ahead, continue. Resume. How long have we not been recording to it now? Like two seconds. Oh, I, mean, okay. I, I caught it. Oh, we, oh. <laughs> it stops in the yeah. middle of Jeff Hardy right. match. It's a great image when he mm-hmm. puts Shane on, on the thing and starts pushing it because Shane is just dead. Yeah. And you can just see the wear and tear on oh, both yeah. of their faces and their bodies. And you're like, well, he's probably just going to roll them in and pin them. And then they get back and that would have been another five minutes. That would have been enough. Yeah. And, and Shane just. He, oh, he just barely is able to get out of that. Yeah, and then um, the f- the final spots. And it, it's it's. Is there anything in between? Like, is there an ankle lock or? I don't think so. I think it's like Shane gets another little hope spot in. It's not a lot. Shane hits an angle slam on yeah. Kurt Angle at some point and gets a two count out of it. But yeah, I don't have anything else written. I don't remember. I I, I was just I, I didn't write a whole lot because I was just glued. Oh, no, I I've watched this match a lot. Oh yeah, it was the network. I watched it on YouTube probably. You know, when anyone talks shit about Shane McMahon, I'm like this match, this match right here. Put Shane on the top uh, turnbuckle, and man, you know he, when Kurt goes to pick up that board, I'm like, oh, it would be amazing if he hit him with it. But you know he's he's just gonna lay it down. He smacks the shit out of him twice. Yeah, you know and just yeah. my god. And then crawls up there. Right. And, and you can see Kyoto like, holding on to the board, mm-hmm. you know, which, good, you know. Because these two were done. Angle yeah. slam off the top rope. <laughs> and the crowd is just mercifully up. ends. Yeah, yeah, thank God. Thank God. I mean, there's no reason in the world why Shane McMahon had to do what he did in this match. No. Because, again, like, it's the weirdest storyline that doesn't really it go, doesn't go anywhere. anywhere. And you wouldn't think these guys would... Like probably and, have a good match, and, and I, I wonder if because of the Triple H injury, if they needed, they felt like they needed something else to add to the show. That's why they did it. 
That's because it's it's a very short term feud, as we said. It's it's this show and it's done. But Jesus, this is a, it's thirty five minutes. Yeah, it is. It is the four match different of the kinds of matches. Undoubtedly. Oh, it's the match of the year. I said that to Jason. No, I was like, it's the match of the podcast so far. Yes. I, I have no problem. This is the my I think very it beats first. out Austin Rock. It does. Question. This is my very first on this podcast. Five out of five. This is this is in my top five favorite matches of all time. There's like, nothing I change. Yeah, it's all. perfect. It's I'm a not perfect into match. the gore. Like I don't I'm like CZW stuff, but it it was like it just worked. I, it, it wasn't too much. I think the reason I'm okay with it is because it wasn't supposed to happen like this. Yeah, like, and you know, and it's like they just have to work with it. And the fact that they were able to do that, and the work rate, the, the like the fact that it's actually three matches in one, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a classic. Yeah. By far. And yeah, I do put it above Austin Rock. Because that's the one I think people go to for 2001 because of, of Mania, of that Mania, how it elevates that right. Mania. Or the TLC. Or, or, right. You, you hear about and that. And it's like, but this, like, this is a phenomenal piece of, of theater, of, mm-hmm. of whatever you want to call it. In terms of wrestling, like, it is from beginning to end, all the. You know, it's like you, you, how you tagged it with the Royal Rumble, how it's the three different types of matches within mm-hmm. itself. It's. It's perfect. Yep. It's just, the only thing perfect. that sucks is it's not really a follow through. Right. There's nothing other than Kurt being hurt and can't wrestle the next night on Raw. That's it. Uh, Shane gets a standing ovation. Yeah. Um, and I love this great because he, he downplays it. But, but, but I think he probably probably he, had to. He probably wasn't even aware of what was he going on. Dude, he tries to walk on his own, and like he's like, it looked oh like he was really going to go. Yeah. I mean, did you notice after the angle slam, like you could see his eyes? It looked like concussion eyes. Mm-hmm. He was blinking like like numerously. Thank God he didn't kick out. That video is pretty cool. Then that's why um, it's going to be attached on the back end. It's about six seven minutes um, for you to watch and it's or to listen to. It's really really cool. Um, so how do you top that? Well, you know um, <laughs> you don't. But uh, you sure Vince has right? not yet arrived. Uh, to Austin's chagrin, uh, Steve Lombardi. <laughs> that's what I wrote. Jericho Benoit. Austin Brawler. <laughs> yeah. uh, Steve, you're up. <laughs> so now let's get to this video oh, package. Shit. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. So this thing is... Uh, <laughs> this video package... Because I, I love how they keep going, My name is Stone Cold Steve. I don't deserve this. <laughs> well, it, it didn't work before. <laughs> Why shouldn't it work now? Um... So obviously, like the, this is uh, like many other triple threat matches. There's usually two guys that are on the same page mm-hmm. who have to fight each other at some point. But it, it's always the same. Eventually, one of them's going to turn on the other. The other guy's not. Is it become boom? Not factor. Yeah. When these exactly. two guys start chopping each other, it's always like, oh shit. Well, I do want to say the video package. Uh, I didn't realize the Austin Benoit match had already happened. Yes. My favorite SmackDown. It's match the best ever. Mm. It, that week of wrestling because they do the Raw in Edmonton and mm. they do the SmackDown in Winnipeg. Because he I thought the SmackDown was in Edmonton, it, or maybe it's reversed. Yeah, yeah. He basically he gets to wrestle each guy at their hometown. Right. And have a. Balls out match with both. If you've never seen that SmackDown match with Benoit and Austin, that was a fucking great match. He takes five in this one. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is incredible. Smackdown, he took ten German suplexes. That's a lot in of a trust too. In yeah. a row, and it was like it's Austin, you know, who doesn't take any move like that from anybody else. No, at all. I trust you, Chris. You look like a wholesome family. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying uh, that's not going to pay off in the future. Days. I do love this match when Austin grabs the belt, puts up the belt. That'll never be yours. That's and it wasn't. It never was. No, he never won never that title. Never won that title. Mm-hmm. 
And he killed his family. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> money, 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 money. Mm-mm. Steve Austin, a.k.a. the Naggers. <laughs> They're done. That's right. That's what that is. That's what it looked like there with him. Don't say it. Uh, it's hard to turn these. Um, hold them. But um, I got the answer, Pat. <laughs> we get it. Earl Hebner is a fucking idiot. Like, like, <laughs> let's can we that. talk about this? Take long. What is he like? I, I get it. He took. He takes a bump. He sells this bump for, I believe, the remainder of the match. He thinks he's in the triple threat. And he needs to Dude, take us some time off. What is going on? Because it's like. After a while, he stands up and he's fine, and he's moving around the ring fine. But then when he goes to count, he's just, oh, God, my ankle, and, and starts counting. After a while, I forgot what it was he was selling. I'm like, stop it. Um, Maybe if he did some push-ups every now and then. What did you think of the Benoit stunner? Ooh. It, Benoit it looked more like a diamond cutter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Benoit, yeah, I never liked how he took the stunner. <laughs> I certainly don't like how he, take, or nope. how he gives it. Nope. Um, um, I, I will say this: I think uh, Shane McMahon and Kurt Angle wore the crowd out. Yeah, because the crowd isn't nearly as into this match. Normally, as you be. have a match that's your buffer. Like this, this is, is right. where the light heavyweight championship match should have been. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, that's a good point. Because this crowd, uh, this isn't a bad match by any means. Boston takes a nasty bump from the. Remember, he tries to put that Boston, I, the Boston crab walls of Jericho, whatever you want to call it. He mm-hmm. he's about. To, you know how normally like the, oh, the, the, the this yeah, he yeah, lands yeah. badly and, and on he the, looks like he's he's a little pissed yeah. and I kept waiting for him to pick up Jericho. Dumbass! Is it tired? No napping. <laughs> so I I do love when um ha- or uh, Heyman connects Montreal to the WCW rating and he and mm-hmm. then but Jericho Jay- says some of us talk about it. Some of us lived it. Like, like, <laughs> like Pearl Harbor. <laughs> what the fuck? I, you weren't there. You don't know. Oh, God. You asshole. Um, is this a no DQ match or not? Because most triple threat matches are no DQ. Right? I thought it was always understood that it was. Like, right. I can't. But the commentators actually point out, it's either Heyman or Jarrett, that this is not a no DQ match. And it's right when Benoit picks up the chair yeah. and proceeds to give Jericho Another concussion. <laughs> that chair shot was disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't. Normally, it's the that takes him. Right. I don't think that chair was gimmicked. Mm-hmm. No, that was the red like, chair no, from many moons ago. Austin's a stunner on Benoit. He does. He gets Jericho two, two. back to. Have you ever seen that? No, mm-hmm. never. I wrote that two superplexes in. And it's a not row. that middle rope. It's like no. We're going. Rope. We're going Randy Orton style. Yeah. On this one. Um. Okay, uh, we get the <laughs> we get the spot from the trailer, uh, the trailer, but the video package, the the walls and crossface combo. Okay, let's talk about that. Let's go back to Breakdown '98 oh. when Kane and Undertaker double choke slammed Undertaker, uh, double choke slammed Austin, and Hebner counted Austin out, even though they both covered him. For some reason, it doesn't work anymore. They they did not they they should not have let Austin tap. No. Oh, that's oh, mm. that's that's what's dumb. Like oh, I never even thought of that. Like that that's that's what's a man who never quits. Yeah, but he's and a bad I, guy now. But like I guess he was a bad guy. At Thirteen. The, the other it's thing true. about him tap. The other thing about him tapping here is like you could avoid all this. Like if you just had them. Um, if you had done something different, and having him tap there is just stupid because then it, it, it makes Hebner have to. 
Kind of look like an idiot. Too. Makes Hebner look like an idiot. It downgrades WrestleMania 13. Mm-hmm. You know, like because Austin, you know, he passed yeah. out. Didn't even think of that. But yeah, I, I immediately thought of breakdown. And, and and it's more. It's not really this match's fault. It's how shitty that match was at breakdown. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, Hebner has a classic bad referee moment. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, you have, if you blink, you miss it. But all the wrestlers are down. Hebner is at an eight count. He hits nine, realizes none of the wrestlers are going to get up, and just... (laughs) (laughs) It's a little liberal with the ten count Oh, he just stops counting. Mm. (laughs) So... Let's get to our. Let's get to the moment here. Um, Benoit snap suplex Mm. is so on point with Jericho. There's some Austin takes a. We talked about a few of them. There's another bump that he takes in this match. I've never seen him take a a chair baseball slide. Oh yeah, right here. Jesus Christ! Yeah, and he sells it because it's real. Yeah, that's (laughs) that's the type of spot. Like when you get to the Steve Austin level of I don't. uh, I ain't gonna do that. No, no. Last what? Uh -uh. No, (laughs) nope. Last time. Never heard of it. That's the last time I'll ever hear you talk about it. (laughs) Bam. We'll just tag match. We'll let Does Austin figure. look exhausted through this match? To yes. You? He, I, he, the only There's something about him that's nuts in this era. Like the, I only seem it only seemed like he was in shape when he wrestled Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. Is the only what? time Austin ever looked like he was not gassed. Because remember, like, and we'll get to him. His matches with Kurt look his his motivation looks a lot more inspired. Mm-hmm. Am I keeping you up? Keeping nope. you up there, Chief? Nope, sir. <laughs> Smelling the Red Bull, and I'm like, hmm. You know, but um, you're going to be Austin. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> like, we saw, remember that tag match at uh, Backlash? Yeah, it reminded me of that. And like, it's, it's kind of mushy. And now, he didn't have to do a lot of work in this he, match because it's a triple threat. He, he does not look that inspired. No. And then he sure is not going to look inspired when you know who pops out from the no. crowd. Booker T looking like the Rock, like he's hey, well, he's up. like Earth Tone Rock. Yeah, it's, it's like the khakis. It's hilarious. WCW son of a bitch <laughs> gives him a he poses a throwaway belly to back suplex. He gives didn't him this injure Austin. Yes, all right. So Austin gets a bad back injury here because it doesn't very, look like Booker's fault, really. Like, well, it, it here, doesn't. Here's the, he didn't. He is throwing him when he should be just going up and down with it through that table. Yeah. Because the way those tables are, but like, the, when you do There was that, no monitor removing. If he would have just dropped no, him, he would have dropped too. him on a monitor. Pos- possible. Maybe he should take care of the damn monitors. Well, it, he didn't, when would he have time? <laughs> but still, like, yeah, that backdrop, and then he disappears into the oblivion. Yeah. Um, uh, yes, that injury. Like I this is what so. keeps this is going to keep Austin out actually until the next pay per view. He is not wrestling at all. That's why all the comedy spots are popping up. So you get that moment, and then also we get um, Jericho. It's a the moon lion salt. Yeah. He gets, How he gets, the fuck he made that? I don't know. He gets another one from the top rope. Because I always like this is something we never talk about. It's it's kind of like they set the bulldog up and it's fine, but they never know where they're going to land. And when they land, they they go. Oh shit! You know, I can, that's too close. Remember in Revenge when you see far. how far you could try? Yeah, <laughs> you'd always try and test yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's right. When they made the shitty in the SmackDown versus Raw games, it turns into a cutscene, so it doesn't matter where they are. If, oh. you, if you implement the button, it's suddenly they're in the center of the ring in perfect spot for not a fan. So Austin is like is badly down, and he. He's able to roll back into the ring after Benoit hits this massive top rope belly-to-belly suplex. Mm-hmm. All guys are down. And even JR's like, uh, it can't end this way. 
Yes, it oh, does. Oh, <laughs> real quick, Jericho, I've never seen this. He goes for a top rope moonsault. Yes. Yeah, never seen that. Dude. No. Didn't he? No, he nailed it, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he got it right. It. But, yeah, you're right, though. Like, that's the finish. Where, where so, does Benoit get hurt? That's what has got to be it. Well, I'm wondering if that was the – I don't know if the belly-to-belly belly was it, but he looks – Because the way Benoit he Benoit does the belly-to-belly. Belly. He does the off – have you ever done this in a video game? Pin the guy after he did a move? Because he's so worn out, it happens. Oh, yeah. Stand, you can do it. Down, yeah. Stand, yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't plan on this contingency. But um, <laughs> Steve, well, let's just let's get to the finish, and then we'll talk about injuries. Austin prevails, uh, and they sell it like well, his luck run. They keep saying his luck's got to run out. His luck will run out. You know, he looks in the most pain since the neck injury from Owen. Yeah. In the same place, no less, as well. <laughs> oh, I'm not wrestling in the New way Jersey. he's just, and then. The way he barely holds that belt up on the ramp, right? It's it's sad to watch because it's like yet another n- another chink in the armor of um. Oh, um, I'm sorry. Well, I hate when people use. I don't know it's chink kink. Which is it? It's not a racist. I know it's not, but it's the. Is it kink in the armor? Here it comes. Turn the hat around. No. <laughs> Flip the switch. So, I think this the injury report here from this pay per view now is we've got Kurt Angle with a broken tailbone. Mm-hmm. Chris Benoit's neck. He's out now for the next year. Yeah. He will not. What see happened? Him. Like what happened in this match? I don't. I'm not sure if it's from this match. I tried looking to see if it's specifically from this match. If it was cumulative. But without a doubt, like he looked after that that top row belly to belly, the way he looked is similar to what you described with Shane. Like mm-hmm. he looks like he's in bad shape, and I think that's where they're like, all right, just let's cut and this. It, Austin's hurt, Benoit's hurt. Just it's a It's them. very abrupt. Yeah. So, and Jericho might have another concussion. <laughs> but look at the month though. Look at people talk about right now the injuries with WWF. Look at the last month here. Triple H tore his quad completely off. <laughs> Um, sh- um, Kurt Angle's got the broken tailbone. Austin's back is hurt now. He won't. We will not see him wrestle until the next pay per view, which they say is fully loaded, which turns into invasion. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then um, we've got uh, who was the other one? Is there one more? Well, Benoit. Benoit. The neck injury. We'll yeah. keep him out of here. Jerry Lynn's hurt. I think if at this point, <laughs> that's why I can't. Oh I, no. Well, <laughs> you have to be on pay per view. It's really fucked up here, but despite all that. It's a hell of a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. This is a great pay-per-view. Best since Mania. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Totally. Um, on a 1 to 10. Where Vince you, never showed up. Vince never showed up, which... There was no payoff for that at all. Where do you put this one? Where do you rank it 1 to 10? 1 to 10? Ah, jeez. I don't know. Probably 7.5, probably. It's an 8 for me. I think I went 8. I think I... I, I when I, when I started off, I said 8.5, and, and I was like... Hold on. The Xbox, the Xbox Jeff Hardy thing is... is well, that's what drops it, because it's, yeah. it's like the and, Shane... And let's face it, the, the, Kane, the Kane Spike-Dudley's match is not really as spectacular. No, it's a gimme. There's a classic match. There's, a, I think, a great match, which I think this was. Yeah. And then there's a good match, which is Kurt and Edge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, cool. and that's that, to me, is the show. Yeah. There are those three matches. Yeah. All in all, damn good time. Um, absolutely give it... Um, Give it pretty damn high marks, and now we're heading into a crazy month. This Holy is shit! Because um, the next night on Raw, like going for is, and oh Jason on the next night. All right, see. going back. If you start off with DDP's remark at the beginning, I will be the first WCW superstar to set foot Madison Square Garden. No, it was not him. He was there, but the first one was Mike Awesome. 
Mike Awesome comes in and steals the Hardcore Championship. I mean, he he fights it and, and pins Rhino after a match with Test in the bowels of Madison Square Garden. But throughout the night before here, they're showing Madison Square Garden moments. You, they show the snooker off the rope. They show like Don Morocco and Pat Patterson, like all these big events. There's a tribute to Vince Senior. Like they're talking about like Madison Square Garden is like a holy place. Where's Bruno? Yeah, there was Bruno. No, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like the garden. Oh, the God. Of the garden. You say garden we seventy-eight times in my Hall of Fame speech. Hundred. Uh, but, <laughs> but they talk about this place like below. If you go into the catacombs of Madison Square Garden, like Vince's Vince Senior's buried there, and you know, like it's a church. Vince is all about it. He's like, no, no, this won't happen. When Mike Awesome comes and takes that belt, it cuts to. Vince in the back on the couch, distraught. Austin comes in. Where the hell were you? Vince stands right up. Leave me alone. Like, it is like crazy. It's like Vince is broken. WCW has touched Madison Square Garden. And it goes through in a, in a weird series of events. Kurt shows up too hurt to wrestle. So he's in the back with Austin and Deborah and Vince eating off veggie trays the whole night. They're supposed to have a... It's Terry and Perry. So Perry Saturn and Terry Reynolds are supposed to do an interview from WWE New York. You're sure those people are thrilled. It's Booker T and Shane. Nice. So they said, we decided to talk. They cut a promo. That is when Shane declares the WCW invasion. Because he says, Dad, I don't know what you did, but I can't get a TV deal for WCW anywhere. So we'll take TV time. It's fantastic. Yeah. Great. Cuts back. Vince is kind of pissed off about that. He says he sends Austin to go get Kurt or to go get Booker because Booker interfered in his match and go get Shane. And he's like, well, come with me, Vince. He's like, I ain't going. Take Kurt with you. And this is where the comic duo of Austin and Kurt form. Right. Because it's like, he's a dork. I love it. He's like, he literally says he's a dork. And Vince goes, He's a dangerous dork. <laughs> it just sends it to him. And so they just go, and it takes them forever to get 13 blocks. Right. Uh, to finally get there. Meanwhile, uh, you get Bradshaw giving a rousing speech around the APA table to like the lower mid card. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's good. Like, Not you, amused. Yeah. Just it, me. The, the WrestleMania Texas blowjob that he gave. Right. This is more like, this is. This is holy ground. Yeah. Of course it is. It's yes. Fucking- well, he starts talking about everything, but they get hyped for it. So they're galvanized. And then, you know, the DDP thing I told you about happens. Then later, Vince calls Austin. It's this whole bit now where it's Vince on the phone with Austin and Kurt. All right. Well, go in there now. Go get him. And he goes, let me get to the ring and I'll call you. So Vince walks to the ring. They put it up on the Tron of Kurt and Austin getting out of the town car. Walking into WWE, which those people were probably oh fucking God. thrilled. Oh yeah, like like you you. It's like it's not the roar you thought because it's more like the fuck. Steve Austin's here. Kurt Angle's here. Then they find out that Shane and Booker left minutes ago. Vince is like getting all pissed off. Then you hear the crowd. You hear money. You hear Shane's music, and it's projecting WCW's new logo all over Madison Square Garden. Which is great. Everywhere but the middle of the ring. I thought it'd been cooler if it was the middle of the ring. Shane comes down, his music's playing, Shane gets to the ring, Booker T comes out of the crowd again, scissor kicks Vince. That's the invasion. And here come the the WC or the WWF locker room. 
coming to lynch old Booker, and he and Shane get the hell oh, out of there. Oh. Yeah, I mean it's bad because it's like oh, they book it. That's it. Like that's the beginning of the invasion. Right. What was the, so what was the fan reaction? Um, it was kind of weird because it's like, oh wow, and then but it, it's like that's kind. I mean, even though Booker wasn't, they portrayed them as heels. Yeah, they. I mean, they're invading. You know, you got the and most of the mid cards that are there are faces that are coming out to help Vince, yeah. and the crowds kind of split. There's boos and cheers, um, but. It's weird. It's not like it was. This is where it's months ago. And and what happens? I think it's the next. Is it, if it's not the next week, it's a week after. It's the next. The it's the very next Raw after the, that the, is the, the WCW title. Because that that match is a direct reflection on how WCW guys are booked. Because it seems like they were booked to not necessarily be heels. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to be like attacking WWF heels, which would then make them faces. But then it becomes they're just all around heels. Yeah. Is this the same night ECW showed up? No, that's yeah, that's, that's coming, coming up. up. Coming Which, up. It, and it's just like because that's the one I remember. Yeah, yeah. Because it's so, still and what's weird too is then they start forgetting who's WCW and who's ECW with something like they're not, yeah because and they're Mike not Austin, quite the alliance. And then yet. the Dudley Boys are in WWF, but they're like, but they, those are ECW guys. Mm-hmm. So. It's gonna be so much. So invasion is next, Thank which is gonna God. be great, yeah. and then we can really like dive into more of this. But did you order Invasion? It's got. I did. <coughs> I, I, I remember. I ordered that on pay per view. Yeah, yeah I it's, was so excited. I, and it's one of my favorite uh, posters. Huge buys too. Massive. One, one of the best posters that they ever came up with. Yeah, yeah. was uh, for that show. Yeah, it's gonna be strange seeing Vince in this type of role for a little bit, but like the sympathetic face. No, not just like I need the old Stone Cold. Oh, these, these are some good stuff. I've heard though from a lot of like people because that's a that's a raw. It was in Massachusetts. And a lot of the, um, it's in the same building, I think, actually, or at least yeah, it might be close to where Mankind won the belt from The Rock. The explosion when Austin hits that ring mm-hmm. is up there with all-time biggest pops, of, you know. Because it's, it's, it's not Austin in a cowboy It's like, oh, good, we're done y'all. with this shit, you know. Cause right. I can tell you, we're, we're like uh, three or four pay-per-views deep, and it's not working. No, no. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a lot different than I remember it, but he overall tried, still not. He tried the white knee braces even. And yep. like, nah, I'm not buying it. All right, so um, our show is on Twitter. We're at New Blood Pod and the uh, New Blood Rising podcast on Facebook. Our buddies, we've got friends. The Spanish Announce Hail podcast is at SatPod on Twitter. We've got friends as well with the Suplex City Limits guys. Check out their podcast along with the Federation podcast as well. So um, myself, though, I'm at William Rankin 83 I'm at the Jason Kiesler. I'm at CM underscore Stabs. And next time we see you, episode 50 will be Movies for Guys Who Like Movies. We're talking about Superman 2, the Richard Donner cut. Yeah, we're gonna we're really going out there with that one. Oh, Episode fifty one, we'll be back with wrestling. Will be invasion, mm-hmm. Ooh. the big one. My hands. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see you all then. It's antagonizing the wrong guy. I think Angle's gonna take it out on Shane. Next thing I know, Kurt's on top of me, beating the crap out of me. Boom, 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 boom. Kurt was nailing me. I felt my, my ribs. I was just like, oh, every shot just took every breath out of me. I was just like, forget it. I was about ready to say no, Moss. I'm pretty much numb by now. Your entire body is is jelly, and your adrenaline is pumping so much, and the crowd's feeding you. It's just all about finishing, and you just know you just got to keep going. You know, it's not the end of the story. Now we're about to get truly interesting.
can't imagine how Kurt's even standing, you know, again, going through two other matches, and now, I don't know, we got to be 20 minutes into this match. When the time came to throw him through the glass, I was injured. I hurt my tailbone just prior to that. Shane McMahon blocked my suplex, and he gave me a big, gigantic suplex right on cement. We both landed so hard, and I just heard, uh, from Kurt. And I remember I lost all my breath. I couldn't even feel anything. My hands were sticking straight out, and they were shaking. It hurt that bad. And I thought that I broke my tailbone. When you can't get a noise out, when you can't get a breath out, that is true excruciating pain. I was like, okay. And look at the expression on Angle's face. That took so much out of Kurt Angle. It's a credit to what a stud Kurt is. He's just, uh, he's an amazing athlete, amazing. And drive and heart is what keeping that going now in adrenaline. Then we went for the fun part. The next spot was the glass spot. When I went to throw Shane, I could barely toss him. I went for my belly-to-belly -belly suplex and I had no strength beneath it, you know. There, there was nothing behind me to take him through. Oh my God! Oh my good God almighty! Shane McMahon! He bounced off the glass and landed back onto his head and I heard the biggest thud in the world. I mean, his head hit the concrete and I think the whole stadium could hear it. Hearing the sound of like this, this weird resonating ring in your head and you're looking around and I see Mike Keogh, the referee, you know, you know, checking on me, saying stuff, you know, uh, I can see, what, I can read his mouth. He says, are you all right? But I can't hear him. At that point, I was concerned for Shane's safety. Uh, I thought Shane might have been knocked out. He might have just said he was all right. I'm hurt. I am angry. I am pissed off. I said, throw me through that. There's no way this kid's going through this. I said, no, Shane, let's go. He said, no. I said, throw me through. Now I'm mad. Oh, not again. I set him up. I gave everything I had, as much as it hurt. It's Kurt's tailbone. I can hear him going, oh, he grabs me. And Kurt picked up 235 pounds, like nothing. Threw me right through. Wham! Crashes him! Crashes Shane McMahon right through the glass! That was it for a while. Talk about uh, <laughs> uh, thinking about it. I was like, Ooh. just laying there. I'm going, oh my God. I go, having many concussions. I'm going through and making sure I'm all right. Uh, he was just laying there. He looked lifeless. I thought the match was over. I thought there's nowhere else we can go. This is it. I'm not seriously, seriously injured, uh, but I'm hurt. I'm hurt bad. Um, you know, I can, I can barely move now. Shane was kind of out of it. But he said, throw me through it again. And I thought, oh man, this kid is crazy. Again, we're both exhausted and Kurt's in pain. I'm in excruciating pain. And he just says, you know what you're going through? Took me and then just heaved me through the window. Back out. Oh my God! Shaming man, head and face first, right through that glass. You're just laying there and you are so happy you're laying on that glass because you're not moving. And I'm just so happy that I'm resting and I'm just down there going, please don't move me. This is fine. Pin me. Whatever you got to do, this is enough. Enough's enough. I didn't know if we were going to be able to make it. I think my only concern was to try to make it through the rest of the match. It's truly at that point where do you go ahead or do you give up? Do you go for it or do you give up? And that's you're always asking yourself that question. And the answer was, let's keep going. It was like 
you know, we were destined to make it to the end of the match. You know, nothing was going to stop us. Not a broken tailbone, not Shane going through that glass. Uh, we were in the match. The fans were into the match. Um, without a doubt, it was the best match I ever had. How much can these human beings take? This match should be stopped. Both being injured made it very difficult to make it through. But that's what made it so real. You could see that there was real pain, and the crowd could feel it too. And that's when I knew we had them. We had the crowd on their feet. Now is where I find out what is hurt on Kurt. Kurt comes up and he hits me with this big piece of uh, cabinetry wood. Then again, and then again, I was like, oh man, no mas, no more. Kurt put the wood up there, straddling the two, uh, straddling the top rope climbed up and that's when Kurt said I think I broke my tailbone and he was like you what and now what's Angle doing Kurt Angle using that wood as a as a floor or something here it's 29 minutes into the match we're both that tired for me to take Shane with those little ropes where our feet wouldn't be able to really be stable and hit him with that finish I don't think we could have done it by using that board I think uh, we actually we saved each other from really, really getting injured badly. Oh no, it's the angle slam! Kurt was picking me up, the crowd started coming up. And I remember looking up and cross-eyed and you know, seeing you know, blurriness, but I see people on their feet. And then the next thing I know, we're flying through the air. I was like, oh my God, where is the, where is the ground? Where is it? We're boom! And then everything just shut down. My entire body just went, oh my God, that, that was truly it. That was the finish of the match and my body. It is over, mercifully. My God, it's finally over. The match was formatted so perfectly. There was wrestling, there were high spots, there were crazy stunts, uh, there was a dramatic finish. Everything that you want in the match, it was there. As much as everyone says it's not, it's a competition.